welcome into Patsy Fields here in Monmouth. It's high school soccer here on the Prairie Communications Sports Network. We've got the Monmouth Roseville Titans and the A-Town Tornadoes. The Abingdon Avon Tornadoes coming in at 8-6-1 under head coach Sean Foster in his fifth season. And the Monmouth Roseville Titans coached by Zach Statham also in his fifth season. Kind of four and a half. He had the first year uh, kind of a co-op coaching deal with Aaron Sikorsky. Uh, he is going for his, and I didn't mention during the pregame, I didn't want to put any pressure on him. He's going for his 50th win while at Monmouth Roseville. He went over his 100th career win earlier this season. That's pretty amazing. You know, uh, something to look forward to every year with Statham is improvement, and this team is no uh, no exception, that's for sure. It's uh, These two teams have met, but it was like way back, like eight years ago, it feels like, <laughs> back on August 21st. Monmouth Roseville got the 3-0 win. Did not have Arzi Ozzy Carmona that night. Got the 3-0 win early in the year. Uh, yeah, looking definitely looking forward to seeing Ozzy on the pitch tonight. Not only is it senior night, but Ozzy is one of those players you always want to see on your team. He's a game changer. Twenty nine goals so far this year, seven assists. That's amazing. He's had he's had if they didn't have so many blowouts, he'd probably have more goals because he's had several hat tricks in the first half. This Something year. else to keep in mind, Sean. I've, I do remember correctly, to start off the season, Mamas Roseville had three games in a row where they only played till halftime. <laughs> That's amazing. They've had a great season at 11-2-1. I got a chance to talk to both head coaches. We'll come back with my interview with Sean Foster in 30 seconds. Welcome back to the Printing pregame show. Joining me on the pregame show, I got head coach of the Roseville Titans, Mr. Zach Statham. How you doing, my man? Awesome. As usual. How about you? Doing fantastic. What a beautiful day for soccer today. It is. I forgot my hat, but other than that, yeah, it's great. You and me both. Uh, you got a little bit more of a sunroof up there, but I got some sunroof up there. Sunscreen on. <laughs> uh, let's talk about this uh, ball club here. Eleven, two, and one on the season. Just kind of your your thoughts here. What fourteen games in? Yeah, it's the year we've been looking for forward to for a long time. Took a lot of lumps the last couple of years playing a lot of freshmen, sophomore. Uh, every player that's playing today has started since they're a freshman, basically. So it's experience and it's easy for me because I can focus on the coaching, and they lead themselves, if that makes sense. So a lot of work for me still, but I don't have to focus much on the leadership. They take care of that, and I can focus on the coaching part. So it's fun. Senior day. Talk about your seniors a little bit. Yes. It's, uh, yeah, like I said, they've all started since they're freshmen, so it's um, a bit of an emotional day. We have a lot of stuff left in the season, so just focus on that. don't really love senior days, but, um, yeah, you know, a lot of season left. We have, I think, seven more games after today, maybe six more games after today, and then the postseason, so lots to, lots to still do. So it's just uh, it's another game, but a chance to recognize them. We have a lot of great seniors, Ozzy and Boy and Zepp, and, and people like that have been starting for a long time, so going to be weird next year without them, but we also have lots of young players stepping up, so that's good. Coming off a one uh, nothing loss to Mendota on Saturday, what a what a what a great soccer match! Um, just your thoughts on that coming out of that one? Yeah, it's hard because the only two teams we lost to this year are ranked top eight in the state, but and I don't know, we just felt like we were in both games, and this is a season where you know, our goals were not losing a game, so it, it, we lost two close ones and, and have a tie, so it's just it's rough, but that's that's part of life when you're good. Um, there's a lot of pressure because of past results that we've done here. So just I think we feel a lot of pressure this year, which is good and bad. It was you know, we lost by one goal to a really, really good team that was probably probably more talented team than we are, but I mean it was like a funeral afterwards because I think our expectations are just every day to win and, and that's good but it also puts a lot of pressure sometimes and that's kind of crippling at times, I feel like, too. Uh, just from a coaching standpoint, it's a, it's a delicate balance between I want my guys upset after losses yeah. and I want them to shake it off. That's a delicate balance, isn't it? Yeah, I just, you know, and 
late in the season now, and I just told him the only thing I'm sad about is that the season has to end someday. You know, I'm not sad we lose a game, even though you are in the moment, but more so five minutes after the loss, I'm sad that we're one more game closer to the season being over because our junior and senior class just is so special to me and kind of my first class here that I've gone through the years with, and and I think a, a hallmark of my coaching is I'm just so close to my players, especially the boys, and uh, it's going to be weird with the seniors gone, and I'm just sad that we don't have more games. Um, lost this year at the beginning of the year, which kind of sucks for us. Um, our goal is to break the state team's regular season winning percentage, and so we still have a chance to do that, but we just would have been helpful to have a few more games and, and things like that. But, no, we lost to a great team Saturday, and we were right in the game. I mean, it was it was a coin flip game, and, and you lose games sometimes. That's the great thing about sports. Coach Foster's got this uh, Tornado team playing pretty solid here lately. I think it was four in a row and six out of the last uh, eight or something like that. They're playing pretty well. Yeah, they, they get better every year, and, and credit to him. You know, I know how it's like taking over bad programs. He's story when I got there, taking over new programs, girls' program here. So it's just uh, it's, it's, it's a lot of hard work. So credit to him. You know, they've been getting better and better every year. Um, and next year, I think they'll be a little closer to us. I think this year, I'm hoping today will be a little too much for them. But, um, yeah, they played as close as the first game. Played Galesburg close a couple weeks ago. So, um, so yeah, it's a little different. Uh, their field's a lot smaller than ours in dimension. So, I'm hoping that kind of favors us tonight. But, you know, he's, he's got them playing well. And, like I said, credit to him. They get better and better every year. And I expect them to be better next year. Last time you saw him, you didn't have Mr. Carmona in the lineup either. That would be a little bit of a change. <laughs> yeah, we have, we have probably the first time around, we didn't have our best player in sight. We're without our second best player. Um, he picked up his fifth yellow card of the season against Mendota, so he has to sit out tonight. Um, but yeah, Ozzy's just, it's just, he does things that I, I, no one can teach how to do, which is great. You know, we can work on things. If, if it was easy to make everyone as good as him, then everyone has a player as good as him, but everyone doesn't. And uh, it's nice when you have a player like that. Um, again, he's a senior, so I'm sad to see him go. Um, but yeah, no, he, his maturity off the field and mentally has just showed so much this year um, over his freshman year. And and that I think that's more so than the physical part why he's scoring so many goals. He's just so smart now on the field and um, to go along with the physical stuff he's always had. Congratulations on your 100th career win earlier this season. Congratulations, man. Yeah, I didn't, I, I didn't realize until it was. So, I mean, it's just not something I look at. I'm just always, like I said, it's all a big circle to me, from boys to girls, from boys to girls, year after year. I'm just getting older. That's all that means. It's not, it's not anything I did. Just getting older and, and having good teams, and that's just luck. So I could, I could probably record that and play it for every coach that hits a milestone. It's not about that, right? Nah, it's just, I'd love to, I'd love to stand in the mirror and tell you about how great I am, but that's, that's just not true. We'll save that for the post game show. Yeah, it's just not true. <laughs> all right, good luck, man. We'll talk to you afterwards. Thank you. I appreciate you guys being out here. And Coach Zach Saban will see Mama Phillipsville Titans will be back on the pregame show. Back here at Patty Field as we get set for kickoff between Mama Phillipsville and having Avon a little bit, a uh, little bit, a little bit later than uh, than our normal kickoff. It's supposed to be at four thirty with Senior Night stuff and everything going on. It's just one of those days. It's a beautiful day. We will just be out here all day. It's a gorgeous day for uh, <laughs> soccer, and I think we're going to be treated to a great match tonight. Mama Throwsville eleven two and one overall in the season. Having the Avon eight six and one. Having the Avons won four straight. Got a, uh, a dominating win over Manuel seven one. Macomb five nothing shutting out Macomb. East Fury got an eight nothing win. Tavona Unity a two to one win. Their last loss was against Galesburg one to nothing. That's not a bad loss. That's a good Galesburg squad this year. Yeah, Coach Foster has definitely done great things with this program. We always give Coach Statham that credit of you know building off of every year. 
Coach Foster has done the same thing. He's done great things with his Abingdon roster. Mama Throzo coming off a one nothing loss to Mendota. You heard Coach Statham talk about that during the pregame interview. Uh, just a, just a, a good high school soccer match between two quality opponents. Mendota 15-0-1, locking up the Three Rivers Conference uh, championship, going 6-0 and with that win over Mama Throzo. Mama Throzo still got three, three, uh, three conference games left. <laughs> three conference games, but with a team that's definitely ready and built for this. Uh, coming into the tonight with nine clean sheets already for the season, uh, Isaac's just built, hoping to build off of that even more, get into double digits. I got uh, an email from from assistant coach Barry McNamara today. So I can pull it up. Uh, Isaac Garcia has already broken the shutout career record. Let me let me find let me get the exact stat here from uh, from coach uh, 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 assistant coach. Barry McNamara. Yes, Isaac goalie Isaac Garcia recently set a school record for shutouts in a career. He has 23 shutouts in his career as a junior. <laughs> yeah, that's he's crazy. got a bunch of those this year. Yep, he's got nine so far this year, and as I mentioned, I think they're only going to uh, rack up a few more. All right, let's get to our starting lineups. I'll give the Abigail Abel on starting lineups. If you want to do Mama Throzo, you want to do it vice versa. Uh, I'll give the Mama Throzo. You want to go first? Okay. I'll give the Abigail Abel on starting lineup. In goal, number one, Augie Corson. Uh, Caden Rogers also starting. He's got three goals and a pair of assists. Dawson Fenton having a great year, nine goals and ten assists from the senior Dawson Fenton. The junior, Jaden Rodifer, ten goals and five assists. Tegan Hunter, a sophomore, he's got a goal. Grant Rogers, a senior, a goal and a couple of assists. Colby Hightower, eight goals and two assists. That's third highest goals on the team. Number 14, Liam Walters, he's a sophomore. Garen Mason, a sophomore as well, he's got a goal. Liam Walters, three goals. Lucas Walters, three goals, and Nick Prescott has a goal as well. For Monmouth Roseville. For Monmouth Roseville, between the sticks, Isaac Garcia, Jr., with nine clean, sheet, nine clean sheets, as we mentioned uh, earlier. A uh, little bit of a different lineup here to start for Coach Statham, just because it is senior night. Kevin Martinez will be starting uh, senior with one goal. Jexel Rivera with uh, senior, uh, number three. Number four, Biak Sayu, uh, Jr., uh, number 23 in the heart of the defense for Monmouth Roseville, C. Sarcomo. Uh, number seven, Boy Tong. Uh, number eight, Angel Jurado, a junior. Number nine, Ozzy Carmona, the senior, with 29 goals and seven assists so far. Mama, there's season. that man. Yes, sir. That is definitely <laughs> the name you guys are going to hear uh, all night. Number 13, Leanne Singh, the lone freshman starting this year for varsity. Huge shout-out to one of my former uh, former players. Uh, number 17, Zep Mong, a senior with one goal. And then to round it off for Mom and Rosetta Dine, number 22, Rogelio Meza, Jr. All right, we are underway here. Got about a minute in. Mom and Roseville looking deadly already up the middle. Ozzy with the ball right outside the box, trying to make something happen. Ozzy looks up, finds somebody in the midfield, looks for number seven, Boy. Boy pushes wide to number 17, Zetmong. Abingdon comes in, though, cleans it up. Uh, Mom and Roseville able to negotiate the corner there. Yeah, I got our first corner. What's your over-under on corners in this one? Uh, <laughs> oh, for both teams or just Mom and Roseville? Because personally, I think Mom and Roseville should end the game with at least six. Uh, that tends to be when you and I are here, their magic number, uh, about six corners a game. Mom and Roseville with a quick corner uh, delivery there, looking for the middle for Ozzy. Ozzy looking out wide now, takes a shot. Out wide, though, unfortunately. Pretty good, pretty good attempt there by Ozzy. He just handles the ball so well. Uh, Ozzy has definitely come into his own this year. Uh, it'll be, not, it'll be great to see where he ends up going afterwards, where his uh, post high school career takes him. A uh, guy with 29 goals and seven assists, as we keep mentioning. You know, he is definitely the star man up front for Monmouth Roseville, and 
without a doubt, who we'll probably see on the score sheet tonight. I would imagine there are probably college coaches fighting over Aussie right now. Oh, if they're not, they're definitely not looking hard <laughs> enough. Uh, number seven, uh, boy with the ball, looking down the middle, number 13, Liam, goes to the right. Ozzy again with the ball up the middle. That seems to be a play that was working very well from Ahmed Rosal over the top to Ozzy. Boy with the ball again, looks out wide. Mohamed Roseville from the left side with the shot. Off balance. Goes wide. I hear Coach Statham. Probably not the shot that they wanted, but is there, there's no such thing as a bad shot, right? Uh, sometimes there is. So, <laughs> unfortunately, something like that, you're hoping for something a little bit better. If you're on off balance like he was there, uh, probably look for the service. Abingdon with the goal kick. Number 22, Rogelio didn't want any issues there. Gets the ball out to the side. Number six for Abingdon, Dawson Fenton with the throw-in on the right side of the pitch near us. They've got a number. They've got three guys between eight and ten goals. That's 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 a pretty good team play right there. Of course, you like Ozzy with his 29, but it's tough to scout a team with, with three guys between eight and ten goals. Sometimes it's harder to game plan with yeah. a team like that. You know, for Obviously, for Monmouth Roseville, your game plan throughout the week is going to be shut down Ozzy. Uh, with Abingdon, you've got to be careful for everybody because everyone's a threat, and that's a good team to have. That's the problems you want as a coach. Monmouth Roseville, though, looking down the left side of the pitch closest to us. Oh, that's a good poke away there by... Yep, Kevin Martinez chasing after it. I love the effort there. Kevin Martinez still chasing it down. Great pressure. Wins it back. Ooh, loses it, unfortunately. Abingdon coming up the middle. Oh, miscommunication there between the midfield and the defense. Abingdon recovers the ball. Defense trying to clear from their side. Able to get it past number 13... Uh, Leon in the middle. Abingdon goes to their left side of the pitch now, our far side. Great That's a good send in. Yeah, that was a great switch by Abingdon trying to find number, looks like five, four, six, sorry, Dawson Fenton, the captain. Uh, on the right side of the pitch, ball goes a little wide. Isaac able to uh, control the problem. Good boot by Isaac to find Kevin. Uh-oh. Kevin gets free. Kevin finds Ozzy down the middle. Ozzy with a good opportunity here. Cuts back in. Ooh. Just a little high, but what a move. What a move. Just by inside the Ozzie. box. And brought it back from the left foot to the right just to get it on goal. Just a little high. That's, that's beautiful to watch. That's honestly what you want to see from a player like Kevin. Kevin gets the opportunity to start a game like tonight in front of the home crowd, in front of his parents. He is getting after it tonight. What a ball by Isaac. Way to win it by Kevin. Ozzy just unfortunate and unlucky to not be able to get the goal there. Yeah, two weeks left in the regular season, getting close to the regional time. Guys trying to jockey for some, some rotation time in that yeah. season. Yep, and Kevin's doing exactly what you would want from a player that wants to earn those minutes. You know, once it comes to those playoff games, uh, you want to make sure that coach knows that you're able to fill in for whoever goes down. About 35, 34 and a half minutes left here in the first half. Still no score. Abingdon with a quick throw in from the far side of the pitch from us. Abingdon loses it on the far side. Monmouth Roseville looking for a quick throw-in. And it is a quick throw-in, but unfortunately right back to the Abingdon defenders. Abingdon coming back down on the left side of the pitch. Going out wide. Cuts back. Looks to the middle. Makes another cut. Yeah, what a move. Colby Hightower on that far side made a nice move to get free right along the sidelines. The defense, again, not wanting any problems from Ahmed Roseville. They have shown tonight that they have no problem clearing the ball. 
so that they're able to recover and regroup. That was a great throw in by Abingdon. What a long throw in. Sometimes, uh, Sean, we'll see that later on in the game where those throw ins at the closer to yard of the box, it kind of turns into a, a corner kick. Uh, oh sure, yeah, yeah. You know, and and I it's amazing. It's an, an extra. It's an extra opportunity that you, uh, you know, you might game plan and work for when you have a long throw in, uh, or long thrower like Abingdon does tonight. Mom of the Roseville wins it back in the middle of the pitch. Ooh, ooh, number seven. It looked like boy goes down hard in the middle of the pitch. Abingdon giving up a silly foul. I, you heard in the uh, pregame interview with uh, Coach Saysom that he was missing his second-best player. I'm guessing he's talking about Brunchbo Lees. He's not in the starting lineup and one of his better players. I'm guessing maybe that's who he was talking about. They got nope. the, uh, so actually, card. I do have uh, some information from Barry. One of the big players missing tonight is Elijah Song, okay. uh, a junior. He's one of the, uh, I would say, big reasons why they started off the season with those five clean sheets. He was a big part of that. Oh, there's yeah, there's brunch front time. Just missing <laughs> getting ready to getting ready to check in. Never mind. Speaking of, <laughs> yep, never mind. Getting ready to check in, and also is uh, number thirty, Kevin Vasquez, a sophomore, both right in front of us, getting ready to check in for the first time tonight. Monmouth Roseville again, winning the ball in the middle of the pitch. So it should be like hockey; you just kind of shift on the fly. Uh, so <laughs> that's my strategy for my little ones, just because we have a little bit amount of time. But yeah. Uh, you know, you definitely could do that at the high school level. So our first substitutions, as we mentioned earlier, uh, number two, Kevin Martinez is replaced, and so is number three, Jexel Rivera. Oh, one other substitution we missed there. Oh, no, just kidding. Just made two. Just made the two. Mom and Roseville with a quick throw in after making their subs. Kevin Vasquez did a good job of walling his guy off there where he could, if nothing else, they're just going to have to boot that to the, to the side out of bounds. Nothing you can do with it there. Kevin Vasquez position. Is, yep, is one of those players where if uh, as the game goes on tonight, you'll notice he has always that good positioning. He's always in the right spot when necessary. Uh, only a sophomore, you know, so that's great to see. All, all you can expect is him to get better and faster. And there's Kevin with the pass out wide to number seven. Boy, boy, messing with the Abingdon defenders. Gets it back. Looking for the service up the middle. Abingdon with the block. Gets it out wide to their left side of the pitch. Gets out wide and loses it. Monmouth Roseville throw in on the far side of the pitch. Good crowd across the way on both uh, both sides of the uh, midcourt. Yeah, with these uh, earlier start times, uh, the crowd definitely starts trickling in as the game goes on. And, and they definitely won't be disappointed with the game tonight, I don't think. Yeah, again, this, this uh, tornado... Squads playing some pretty good soccer here. Eight, six, and one. I was talking to uh, you. Didn't get to hear the pregame interview because it was done from the from the studio. But I, I said this has got to be the latest in the season you've been five hundred. And Coach Foster says this is our first time we have been five hundred. <laughs> he said that's why we're so excited. Right? right no, for sure. And again, it's one of those things. You know, Coach Foster has done amazing things every year. Improvement after improvement. Just building off of last year's progress. That's great to see, especially for the area. Uh, the more programs in the area that are competitive, it's great for Statham. So he has, you know, better teams to compete with every year, year in and year out. Uh, a year ago at our fall sports preview, um, Coach Foster said, he said, I, I, we really want to do, we want to get double-digit wins. And I was like, I'm telling you, I'm guaranteeing that you're going to get double-digit wins this year. 
and they started like 0-6 last year. I thought I put the jinx off. They still ended up 1-10. Yeah. So it took yeah. me off the jinx. I think this year, I mean, they should definitely hit the double digits. And also, you know, they're only at six losses for the year. This will definitely be uh, the year with the least amount of losses for the Abingdon program in the season. So that's great to see. And a lot of underclassmen on this roster, too. Absolutely. Abingdon with their most dangerous play right here. Uh, going on the near side of the pitch to us, a little give-and-go between number 6 and number 14, Liam Walters. Uh, unfortunately for Abingdon, it does go out, and it's a Monmouth Roseville throw in yet again. Number 22, Rogelio Mesa with the quick throw-in, going wide and long, trying to find Kevin. Abingdon boots it right back to him. Uh, Rogelio boots it right back. Number 10 for Monmouth Roseville, Bolisi loses it but is able to win the throw-in. Rogelio pushing up. Now on the opposite side of the field, looking for the throw-in. Gets the ball back to him. Monmouth Roseville able to negotiate again. Another throw-in on the near side of the pitch to us. Rogelio again looking towards the middle. Unfortunately for him, ends up with a Abingdon defender. Ooh, nice move there by... That is Jaden Rodifer, who I, I know I said his name a ton of times the last couple of years on the sports reports. Yeah, Jaden with a great move there to get past, I believe, three Monmouth Roseville defenders with the one move. So great move by him. Monmouth Roseville able to win it back, though. Going down the middle of the pitch, loses it. Back to the Abingdon defender who gets it out wide. Abingdon on the far side of the pitch trying to get it back in, looking for the cross towards the middle. Monmouth Roseville, though, gives up the throw-in in a dangerous spot. Abingdon probably with, again, their most dangerous opportunity there. Unfortunately, unable to get a boot behind it. Monmouth Roseville wins it back, passes it up the middle, trying to get it up the counter here. Abingdon is not in a great spot. Ozzy going down the middle. Takes on one, two. Yep, the referee gives up the calls the foul there. Coach Tatham, I I was about to agree with him and mention something there that Ozzy was making a great move and a great run down the middle and everybody else was ball watching, unfortunately. Otherwise, he probably would have been able to give a pass. Since he wasn't, he took on three defenders and was fouled by the last one there. The uh, the Jordan factor, everybody just kind of gets stuck, <laughs> stuck watching <laughs> yeah. Jordan. Yeah, I mean, uh, with Ozzy. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, it is with Ozzy. You know, when you have a great player like that, you see him with the ball at his feet. And you just you're kind of starstruck. You see, like, all right, what is he going to do next? Just like right now, takes it with the chest it down, couple bounces. Unfortunate not to get the leg out there. Great job by Rogelio Meza to keep that thing in play. And then Ozzy again turning back against the ooh, nice strike. Just goes wide right, so quick. I mean, he was in a position where you wouldn't, if you were a goalie, you wouldn't expect a shot from, and then boom, here it comes. <laughs> <laughs> His back was about about sideways to the goal. And about 20 yards away, you know, <laughs> yeah. and he, he was still confident and took that shot. And that's what you want to see from your main striker, you know, somebody like Ozzy who is up top, who's that man who you're looking for, that target man up top. You want to make sure that he has the confidence to take those shots when he does. A big boot by the Abingdon goalkeeper to get it to midfield. Little bounce back and forth between Monmouth Roseville and Abingdon. Eventually, Monmouth Roseville wins it back with their defense. Oh. Good ball out wide to the left to the Aussie. Aussie finds Kevin. Kevin goes with the service to the middle. So 
to Boy. Boy back to Kevin out wide. Kevin with the ball at near the corner kick. Gets it to Boy. Abingdon wants no problems there. Another lost ball for Coach Statham, unfortunately for him. He's <laughs> over the fence. Over the fence. <laughs> what a beautiful facility. Osteen, uh, you guys, you and you and Jose got to call a regional championship game for the girls last spring. They'll yes, be sir. hosting here again. And that would be amazing. I can't wait. Uh, if we're fortunate enough for uh, you guys to have us on the radio for that, you know, that'll be a Absolutely. great experience. Uh, it'll be nice to have a regional championship here. We'll, uh, we'll break down kind of the uh, regional assignments. The pairings, the pairings and seedings won't come out till later this week, but the assignments are out. We'll let you folks know who's going to be here at Monmouth Roseville in the regional. And Abingdon wins the ball back in a dangerous spot again. Monmouth Roseville's defense, a little bit of lack of communication right there, ends up with Abingdon winning the ball back. But the midfield for Monmouth Roseville, which has honestly been their strongest point this year, I know. You know, the clean sheets are there, but it all starts with this midfield that Coach Statham has created. Uh, I believe that this team runs as the midfield goes. They dictate the, the level of play for the Monmouth Roseville squad. Garcia has just a ton of shutouts this year, but he hasn't faced a whole lot of shots. Yeah, really. exactly. You know, and if you can't get past the midfield, the defender's jobs are a lot easier, and that makes Isaac's job even easier than that. And Isaac is an amazing goalkeeper. You know, he had that tough loss against Pure Christian last year in the regional championship. one nothing. You know, that's the kind of game you want from your goalkeeper. Pure Christian was amazing last year to only give up one goal. That's a, that's a good night now, for the keep. Only gave up one goal on Saturday against Mendota. I went to tune in on NFHS. I was going to watch the match. And some, for some reason, Mendota's stream wasn't working real well. But I heard Isaac made a couple of really nice saves on Saturday. And he's been on fire just like the rest of the team. Everybody's playing to an elite level. They're pushing each other to do better, and every day they're getting better and better. Abingdon with their first free kick here on the Monmouth-Roseville side of the pitch. Gets it into the box. Abingdon gets it out wide, trying to negotiate the corner kick here. Monmouth-Roseville's defenders, though, able to pressure. Abingdon wins it back, gets it back in the box. Monmouth Roseville wants no problems, gets it out wide, loses it. Abingdon wins it back, back towards the middle. Out wide again to the captain. Gets the cross in right at Isaac, who with steady hand kills the play. That was nice. Nice job in the corner there. I think it was Fenton, Dawson Fenton. Nice job of getting that in the box from, from where he was. That seems to be Abingdon's strong suit is the give and go between two players. You would hope they can link it up with a couple more. You might see a, a couple more dangerous plays from the Abingdon side as the game progresses. Another dangerous ball from Abingdon here. Monmouth Roseville, though, able to get there. Isaac with a short clearance. Oh, gets it to the side of the pitch, though, to Abingdon throw-in. And again, this is one of those dangerous throw-ins. Now you're closer to the box. A longer throw-in like uh, Abingdon has, it's it's almost like an extra corner kick here. Abington with a long point. throw and straight to the heart of the box. Monmouth Roseville with a lazy clearance. Boy tries to get it to Kevin. Kevin Martinez wins it in the middle of the pitch. Ozzy finds Beloisi out wide on the right side. Takes on two Abington defenders. Gets past both of them. Couldn't get past the third, bounces the ball off of him and is able to win the throw-in. That was a good run. That was He made one move and took on two players. 
<laughs> Quick throw in for Monmouth Roseville. Ooh, foul. Physical play on that far side. I'm going to say that was uh, fault of Monmouth Roseville. Yep. Eight towns ball. Abingdon huh. with their second, I believe, free kick of the night on their side of the pitch, making it three so far. Like the Titan. Looked like Leanne, Leanne, Leanne Song was the one that was on the ground. I wonder, <laughs> how, I wonder how that ended up being a town ball. The uh, ref on the side far, or the far side of the pitch would disagree with you tonight, Sean. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of refs that would disagree with me. <laughs> Just as much as I disagree with them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> And as Monmouth Rosal goes down the middle of the pitch again, trying to make something happen here, boy, boy gets that fly to the left, makes one move, takes one oh, shot. That was nice. Oof. Great shot, trying to find that upper ninety. Unfortunate for Boy, not able to make something happen. Monmouth Rosal with another substitution here. Angel Jurado comes on for number thirteen, Lian Singh. Looked like Tung was just gonna look for somebody, maybe a. a Maybe clear down the middle. He just turned and just ripped the shot. He decided he wanted he it himself. The shot. <laughs> We're nearing the halfway point of half number one. Still no score. and Really not a ton of scoring opportunities at all. Not yet. Side. Nope, not yet. Not, uh, not at least any clear ones. A couple dangerous ones, you know, something that may, have, may or may not have turned into something major if a couple breaks go their way. But nothing too dangerous yet for either of the keepers. Number six, Dawson Fenton for Abingdon with the throw-in right in front of us. With the long throw-in, able to get it to the Monmouth-Roseville box. The defense clears it back to Dawson. Dawson looking for someone, makes a move, has Boyd right on top of him, goes back to the defense. Defense loses it to Boyd, who intercepts the ball. Boyd picks up his head and looks for a teammate. Handball, yep. Boyd, rightfully so, looks at the ref and uh, asks for a handball. The ref... Without a doubt, gives it to him there. Yeah, that could have been. That could have led to something. Kevin Martinez on that far side. If that, if that hooks around, not into a handball, it might have, might have turned into a scoring opportunity there. Number 23, C-Star Kamoa with a dangerous ball towards the middle of the box of Abingdon. Abingdon able to clear it. Clears it in the middle of the box. Monmouth Roseville wins it back. Boy wins it in the middle. Makes one move. Cuts left. Loses it to the Abingdon defender. Boy not giving up, though. Oh, what a, nice what a move. Gets it out wide. Unfortunately, a little long for Kevin. A little toe tap there. And he, had two, <laughs> he had two having the defenders just about run into one another there. Yeah, that was a nice move by uh, Boy. Unfortunate for him. The pass at the end of it was not not as great. Abingdon clears it right to the middle of the pitch. Monmouth Roseville wins it back. Goes out wide to the far side of the pitch now. Belisi pushing up, keeps it, gets past one Ivington defender. Able to get the cross, and the cross goes behind the goalkeeper. Should be an Abingdon goal kick here. No problems yet for the, like you mentioned, either of the goalkeepers yeah. to speak of, really. They really had to make a, make a really tough save, yeah. They've done a good job of, of coming out and... Uh, Meeting the soccer ball, but no, really nothing, nothing tough. Yeah, something to mention here uh, of note is how well Abingdon is defending. Uh, Monmouth Roseville has kept the pressure coming, but yet there, like we mentioned, no real opportunities, no real goal scoring threats have happened. Uh, that's something to speak of for Coach Foster and his team. 
You know, this is uh, Monmouth Roseville averaging about three and a half goals a game, giving up less than one, and uh, having an Avon averaging just under three and giving up about two and a half. So, by chance, uh, Sean, question for you? Maybe you know, since you are filled with Monmouth Roseville trivia, <laughs> uh, has there been a time or a team of Monmouth Roseville soccer that has averaged the three point six goals you per know, game? I don't know. That's a great question. That's a, I would think. I mean, uh, looking at looking at the Titan totals and their wins, three one three a whole bunch of threes. I'm sure there's been some teams in the past that have probably averaged, I would say, over four. You think so? I would think so, right. yeah, just as a guess. Do you think there's been as good of a defense only giving oh, up the now, point defense, seven? I don't think so. No, I think, I, without a doubt, you know, this is one of the better defenses that have come through the programs. With good offense, I'm guessing. I mean, you're, you're the soccer expert. With good offense, you take more chances. You probably give up a few more. Right. You know, that's true. You'll take that. You'll take that trade off. You're going to score four a game. <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. Yeah, you know, I mean, if you're only giving up one a game and yeah. you're putting up four, you'll give that up every day. You take some chances that way. Mom is Roseville with their third corner of the game. Goes wide, though, and Abingdon's able to clear it all the way to number 22, Rogelio Meza who finds Isaac back in his box, gives it back to Rogelio with a quick touch. Rogelio looks for Kevin. Kevin controls the ball, has the Abingdon defender on him, but gives a great ball to... Oh, offsides. Yep. It looked like a great ball from Kevin there. He saw Ozzy. Ozzy, unfortunate to be offside. 16-20 left in the first half. 40-minute halves here of high school soccer. No score. Again, not a whole here. lot of scoring uh, opportunities yet. Nope, not yet. Abingdon here with the free kick from their own side of the pitch. Big boot down the middle. Abingdon wins the ball but gives it right back to Boy. Boy makes his trademark move, I would say, at this point. Yeah. Gets the defender off of him, finds a Monmouth Roseville player who gets it out wide to the right. Should have a crossing opportunity. Nope is able to negotiate a fourth Monmouth Roseville corner. Looking at having an Avon's defense, they, they've been really solid since uh, uh, well, since their loss to uh, Illini Bluffs, where they gave up six. They gave up just one to Galesburg and one in or two in four matches since their two total in their last four matches. They, they've given up a bunch to Peoria Christian, who doesn't, with 11. Uh, they gave up seven to Kiwani and six to Illini Bluffs. Other than that, they've been pretty solid. You take out those three matches, they don't give up a whole lot of goals either. And something you have note on their win column, uh, the McComb game is the same result that Monmouth Roseville was able to get. So that kind of tells you yeah. where we're at and where Abingdon is now. You know, Abingdon is that team that's making the move up. Able to put five past McComb, that's amazing. And keep the clean sheet that night. Abingdon now controlling the ball on their side of the pitch. Monmouth Roseville with the pressure, though, wins it back. Could have been. Could have been a dangerous turnover there by A-Town. And Coach Statham recognizes that and is upset with Bullisi on the far side for not making something happen there. Bullisi, known as French here among the uh, crowd, if you hear that through our uh, microphones get picked up by Coach Statham, is Bullisi. Uh, just for those fans out there that might be confused on who he keeps yelling at. (laughs) (laughs) Now you know. Now you know. (laughs) Now you know. After listening to a couple of these games, uh, afterwards I've noticed that Coach Statham's voice does tend to get picked up by our microphones. (laughs) So to our crowd out there listening today, 
if you hear French, it is Belisi on the far side of the pitch. Coach Stays is one of my favorite guys to watch on the <laughs> sideline, man. <laughs> Abington again in the middle of the pitch. Oh, good oh. steal. Yeah, no good foul steal. No, no foul there. Able to win it back by Biak. Biak finds Ozzy. Ozzy gets it back to Biak. Biak gets out wide. Cross. Oof. Right to the... Abingdon uh, goalkeeper Augie Corson, who's there to scoop it up without a problem, didn't get uh, didn't get full full swing on that one. Abingdon getting ready to make a substitution here, uh, warming up in front of us, getting ready to sub in his number eleven, Colby Hightower, a sophomore with eight goals. One of the players you mentioned earlier, Sean, that could be one of these difference makers tonight. One with the with the ball right now, Dawson Fenton. Trying to a good double by yep. Mama Roseville. Really good double by Mama Roseville. And is able to win the throw in, it looks like. Oh, nope. The ref on the near side disagrees with me on that one and gives Mama Roseville the throw in. Abingdon now able to make their substitution. Number 19, Lucas Walters, the junior, coming off. Monmouth Roseville getting ready to do a throw in on the near side of the pitch to us. Just getting in position here. Yep, Rogelio <laughs> with the that, throw in. After all that, you almost throw it away. <laughs> <laughs> Rogelio with the, uh, I would say, botch throw in there, but oh, French good. close to us, able to win. Nope, gives up the throw in on the near side. Number seven, Jaden with the quick throw in for Abingdon. A little give and go between him and Dawson. I would oh, say good move by brunch. Yep, great move. Poked that away from from a very talented Brodifer. Number seven boy with the ball trying to find Ozzy over the top. Unfortunate there that it falls to Angel instead, who gives it back to the Monmouth Rose defender trying to set this play back up. Build up from the back. C kicks it up over the top trying to find Ozzy over the middle. Ozzy wins the header. Abingdon heads it right back. Monmouth Roseville finally heads it down so that Ozzy can find out wide on the right side of the pitch. Number three, Jexel. Jexel trying to get it back to the middle. Is able to find uh, Zepp. Loses it. Abingdon now pushing up, but the Monmouth Roseville defense, they're swarming. Uh, it looked like number 17, Braylon Mason. I, nope, number, excuse me, number 14, Liam Walters. Uh, Triple team there by the Monmouth Roseville defense. As soon as he touched the ball, that's how you get to the nine clean sheets in the season. Uh, the Monmouth Roseville defense taking it personally whenever Abingdon steps on their side of the pitch with the ball. Yeah, I see. Uh, and again, I'm I'm learning this this game of soccer. But uh, earlier, it looked like Monmouth Roseville had four people when we were deep. Four people on defense. I look now. It's, well, now there's four. It looked like there was three earlier. It might have just been pushing up one of the defenders. Yep. Thought maybe so, they changed something. Uh, nope. So it's from time to time on the Roseville. Uh, that is something definitely we want to let the viewer or the listeners know today is that uh, Monmouth Roseville has experimenting with a backline of three. So when they start pushing up, they do send one of those defenders up out wide, and he almost acts like an extra midfielder. And that makes you susceptible to something. Just yep, there. just concerned. like that <laughs> on the left side of the pitch or the far side to our listeners right now. Uh, Abingdon able to get out wide and take advantage of that defender pushing up high, finds a dangerous position, is able to get their second corner kick, this time, though, on the far side. We are nearing the 10-minute mark for about 30 minutes into this match. No score. Abingdon gets ready to get... 
corner kick right to Isaac in the middle of the middle of his box. Good Isaac there by Isaac because he had a guy behind him. If he just mishandles that a little, Dawson Fenton's pound that in the back of the net. Isaac with a big boot up the middle, but Abingdon wins it back. Oof, Abingdon keeps it. Mama's Roseville, though. Yep, Coach Statham, not happy there. Uh, as much credit as I just gave the defense for the play earlier, the defense there fell asleep and was not pressuring as much as Coach Statham would want. Yes, he is an unhappy Coach Statham down there right <laughs> at this second. 0-0 zero, zero here. We are under 10 minutes. Mammoth Roseville with another substitution here. Number 13, Lian Song, freshman, coming on for number 7, giving him a break. Boy, tongue. Yeah, you uh, just had... Leanne, under your under your guidance. Yeah. Uh, Leanne is one of those players that I just had on my eighth grade team. It's amazing and crazy to see him here on the pitch tonight starting as a, as a freshman on varsity. We will uh, we'll spend some time at halftime talking about your youth team, which you have quite a few here. Yep. I'm lucky to have quite a good turnout for my team. Uh, also lucky to have Coach Statham recruit a couple of them to be the ball boys tonight so they get to experience the game firsthand. The referee did not like the uh, offensive aggression there by Monmouth Roseville and gives uh, Abingdon the free kick off of the Monmouth Roseville fifth corner kick of the game. Now, when now when uh, when exactly can can uh, can the, the substitute? Because Jaden Rutherford is just he's getting ready to go in here, and they wouldn't look like the balls will stop. They wouldn't let him come in. So is it just certain times? So it's supposed to be on throw-ins when it's for the person trying to make the substitution. Okay. Uh, it's like basketball. You, it's got to be your possession. Yep, your you possession. Same back. thing. Okay. Yep. Right. Abingdon trying to get, make something happen again here. Mom is Roseville. The defense was wanting no problems. Clears the ball on the far side of the pitch. Giving Abingdon to throw in an opportunity here for number seven, Jaden Rodifer, to come on to the game once more for number five, Carter Stroop. Rodifer, just a junior. He seems like I've been saying his name on the on the sports reports for forever. It's still just a junior. Still got another year. Yeah, it's it's good to see the uh, link up between number six Dawson and number seven Jaden on the pitch. They've had quite a few give and goes between the two. Uh, you can tell they're definitely the big players on the Abingdon pitch here. On the near side now, Jaden with the ball, trying to go up the right flank. Coach <laughs> is not happy about, about something, and now he's subbing in. Somebody didn't do something right there with seven minutes to go here in the first half, and <laughs> we'll come Kevin Vasquez. Yeah, Coach Statham not happy with Belize's defending there. He didn't think that he should have given up the corner. Abingdon with a lucky to get the corner here. Unlucky with the service, though. It goes wide and uh, easy for Isaac. Kevin gets on the pitch as you hear Coach Statham yelling. That is Kevin uh, Vasquez rejoining the game after just coming off. Uh, Belize get taken off the pitch after Coach Statham unhappy with his performance on that last play. <laughs> Having a, he was, he's doing some coaching right he, now with, with Mr. Belize. Yes, sir. <laughs> Isaac with the long ball up the middle. Kevin Vasquez wins the throw-in on the near side of the pitch. Nope. Judge, uh, the ref disagrees again. Gives Abingdon the throw-in on the near side. Kevin wins it back. Number 13, Lian Song with the ball. Angel goes out wide to the right. 
loses it, though. Abingdon wins it back, starting on their left side of the pitch, now looking to switch the ball. Switch the ball to no one unfortunate for Abingdon. Kevin wins it back. Kevin makes one move. Bad pass by Leon. Abingdon wins it back. Over the top to Liam Walters, who wins it and finds number six, uh, Dawson Fenton for Abingdon on the right side of the pitch, who has Kevin. And oh, great job. Yeah, Kevin great job Kevin. by Kevin. Oh, who stays on it? Who stays fighting for it? Kevin what, finds the ball. Since Kevin's been in this in this uh, match, subbing in at the last last first opportunity there, he has just been all over the place. Of course, he's got that fresh got the fresh legs right now, but he's showing it for sure. Yeah, Kevin's definitely making some moves here. And it should be his throw in, and he argues for it and wins it. Number 22, Rogelio, uh, taking the throw in from Mom the Rose on the near side. Finds Kevin. Kevin takes a step, loses it. But boy, there to win it back for him. Boy makes his signature move on the cutback there, takes down two defenders. He Makes is. a pass, though, and loses it. He is fun to watch. Oh, Kevin with the slide tackle. What a tackle by Kevin to win it back in open space. Abingdon, one or no problems, gives up a throw in. It looked like a corner, but is able to just give up the corner there, or the throw in, excuse me, right next to the throw in. Again, Kevin Vasquez has brought some energy here to the uh, to left the side of the right pitch. Now, yeah. yep. He has definitely taken over that left wing spot and made it his own tonight. He is pushing hard and trying to not give up those minutes. Rogelio, way up high for his position, goes with the long throw and tries to find the box. Oh, bad header. Ends up as an Abingdon goal kick. So the reason that was a throw-in and not a, a, a corner kick is because it went out on the side. Yep, on the deep. side. So yep. It was really close to the corner. Very close. Yeah. Yep, that is probably as close as you can get <laughs> yeah, without it being I a corner. Like yeah, it looked like a corner from, from here. <laughs> yeah, it looked like a corner from here, but uh, the ref disagreed with both of us again. Oh, Rohelio <laughs> with a bad clearance, but makes me eat my words there. Big boo right after. Ooh, number 17 for uh, Monmouth Roseville. Zepp with a good win on the far side after the big boot by Rogelio. Monmouth Roseville keeps the ball in the middle of the pitch, gives it back to Abingdon. Abingdon keeping it, holding it, making it their own, trying to get wide to the left. Loses it and gives up the throw-in for Monmouth Roseville on the far side of the pitch to us. Quick throw-in, trying to make something happen. Look like a shove. Referee disagrees and, oh, nope. Referee does agree, gives the, nope, disagreed, gave a throw-in. Monmouth Roseville with a quick throw-in up the middle of the pitch. Ozzy hits the ground. I don't know. I'm not sure if I would have called that. Uh, The ref calls a foul on Ozzy. No kidding. I'm not sure he made contact. I don't think there was any contact. Uh, Just a slide. uh, It looks like a clean slide. Yep. Um, Abingdon with a quick free kick. Ooh. Good body by Rogelio there, Sean. Uh, number six, Dawson, is a very strong physical person, uh, and Rogelio able to use his body to win the ball there. Yep, Coach Statham disagreeing with the little give-and-goes there between his players, wanting them to clear the ball out of danger, and that's exactly what Leon does. Oof, Ozzy not able to control the ball in the middle of the pitch. Number 14 for Abingdon, Liam Walters with a dangerous ball over the top. 
And Isaac sees it out, walks it out of the pitch. Should be a Monmouth Roseville goal kick for him. So far, Atown has taken has taken Ozzy completely out of this this match. He doesn't. I don't think he's he hasn't even hardly had the chance to get around the the soccer ball yet. Other than the one where we talked about how he controlled it with his chest and did the one eighty, I think that's yeah, the that's, only yeah. uh, shot he's had on target. Yeah, he hasn't really had a chance to handle it here in the last probably 15 game minutes. We're down under two minutes now, about a minute 40. Yep. Uh, quick substitution by Abingdon. Kobe Hightower coming off for Abingdon, replaced by number the, five, Carter. The Street. thing is, all it takes is, is that is one move. One, and here and comes, comes Ozzy. Ozzy. Down oh, boy, that hits uh, Tegan Hunter. Not the goalie. Right <laughs> in the down, chest. But it hit right in the chest. That was just as we said, Ozzy hasn't put a stamp on this uh, match yet. He just about made a move there. And Talk about a shot. When it hit off his chest, that's exactly <laughs> the sound it made. What a strike. Sounds like a cannonball over here. Sacrificed the body by the defender on that one. Abingdon clears it, but only as far as the middle of the pitch where Boy wins it. Boy makes his signature move again with the cutback. Wins it over the top. Tries to find Ozzy. Goalkeeper there to clean it up. Under 60 seconds left here in the first half at Patsy Field. Abingdon, one more chance on the right wing. Rogelio wins the ball. Yep, wins the ball. Try to clear it Whoa, off of the Abingdon one. defender. Heck of a race between him and Dawson Fenton down the sideline. Great body by Rogelio. Abingdon wins it back. Number seven again, Jaden. I feel like we keep mentioning his name tonight, Sean. He's everywhere. <laughs> Mama's Roseville, though, able to win it back deep in their own box. Only get it able to get it as far as Jaden, who takes a strike. Oof, just wide right there with 15 seconds left. That was uh, that was a deep one. What? I've been waiting for that strike personally. I think Jaden knows he has a cannon. and It, it was at least a 40-yarder, yeah. right? Oh, I, I would say 30. I think that was a okay. good 30-yarder. Isaac, though, able to see it out, dives to his left, uh, sees the ball go far right, right, excuse me, uh, come to a conclusion here of the first half, Sean. What a first half between two. Again, not a lot of scoring opportunities between two clubs that's been scoring the Dickens out of the out of the, out of the, you know, the scoreboard. has been lighting up with having been able, and they've scored 20 goals in their last three matches. The Titans have scored, uh, what, 16 in their last four matches. And we have zero zero at the half. I never would have thought that. I neither would have. I, uh, you know, both teams, Bombers Rosal, fifty goals so far for the season. Abingdon with forty three. These are high power offenses. You know, uh, you would expect a little bit more, but I, I don't think the second half will disappoint. I, I, I think our listeners will hear us uh, after that strike here. Uh, yell out a goal. Well, I mean, you, you're actually. I mean, I always, I always get fascinated with offense, no matter what the sport is. Offense just fascinates people. Point, people love points. <laughs> but you're the one that brought up the defense that both these teams have been playing here in the last second half of the season, and it's showing today. No matter how good your offense is, defense can shut you down. Absolutely. In the last uh, last six games, uh, Abingdon has only given up three goals. That's crazy. Three shutouts <laughs> and three goals of uh, three games where they only gave up a goal each. That's awesome to see. Uh, both these defenses are right, clicking at the right time, getting ready to make that playoff push. I'm Sean Temple alongside Adrian Behina. I'm going to give Adrian a chance to catch his breath there. He's, he's had to carry me this whole first half. So we're going to take a three-minute break, let him catch his breath. We're going to come back and talk about your youth team, my man. Yes, sir. We'll be back from Patty Field. 0-0, Mama Throws the one having the name on. 
Welcome back to high school soccer here on the Prairie Communications Sports Network. We're tied at zero between Monmouth Roseville and Abingdon Avon. Both teams over 500 on the season. A Town eight six and one. Monmouth Roseville eleven two and one. Uh, I'm Sean Tibble alongside Adrian Behina. Adrian, your your thoughts are that first half. Little, we were talking during the break a little bit. I'm a little shocked. Zero zero. Yeah, definitely surprised not to see more scoring opportunities. Honestly, from either side of the team, something we mentioned there at the end of the uh, at the end of the first half, excuse me, is how high power offense both of these teams are. Both Abingdon with 43 goals so far, and Monmouth Roseville with their 50th goal already this season. You know, you would expect at least one goal from either of these two teams. Coach Statham unhappy with his team, not able to find the back of the net uh, in the first half. Definitely the speech right now is we got to find a goal, and we got to find it quick and early in the second half. Yeah, he was, uh, let's just say adamant. I'm going to use the word <laughs> adamant. And the, down there, he's, they're, of course, they're meeting down there on the on the uh, end line, so we can't, can't really uh, hear what he's saying, but he was definitely loud. It was. Did you it, hear what he was saying? Maybe what... what they're going to concentrate here on the second half. Yeah, I think the big thing that I concentrate is keeping the ball up top, making sure that the ball is getting to Ozzie. Something that you and I mentioned in the middle of the game was, where is Ozzie? He's had that one opportunity so oh. far. It was a great opportunity, don't get me wrong. He made the most of it, chested it down, did a nice 180 and let it go. But for a guy with already 29 goals this season, you would expect a few more shots on goal or at least a few more scoring opportunities created. Yeah, he hasn't really put his usual Aussie stamp on a game. And granted, there's still 40 minutes left. I mean, he, this is a guy that scored multiple hat tricks in one half many times this year. Yeah, so. no, definitely not worried about you know them creating something happen or creating something in the second half and making something happen here. Uh, the biggest disappointment though is that they weren't able to find it in the first half just because of how high powered and how hot they are as a team. Well, let's talk about your youth team. Uh, you do a lot of coaching this this whole <laughs> soccer game. Uh, I'm gonna kind of let you just talk to us about your youth programs that you you got going. Some of the kids are here, so yep. So something that's great and awesome about Coach Statham is that he is starting to invest into the youth of the program or into a youth program here at Monmouth Roseville. Uh, I've been fortunate enough that this is my second season taking over the sixth, seventh, and eighth grade program, uh, and I'm lucky and happy and fortunate enough to have some of my players already be. Uh, on the varsity team, as is Leon tonight. Uh, also lucky to have some of my current players out here on the pitch with us today as ball boys for Coach Statham. They're able to take on the game uh, firsthand, and it's amazing. It's awesome because they're able to see, hey, if I put in the work over the next couple of, year, next couple of years, I could be Leon. I could be that freshman starting for Coach Statham as a, as a freshman. Uh, as he mentioned, uh, as Coach Statham mentioned during the interview with you uh, in the pregame show, just about every of the starter, every single one of his starters this year has been a, fre- a freshman starter. You know, that's awesome. You know, all of these great players coming up through the ranks. As you mentioned, Coach Statham is having to do a little less of the coaching and a little bit more of uh, game planning and strategizing. Uh, not so much focused on the fundamentals and the individual player. Uh, people that are listening out here right now, they have some youth and maybe want to get into soccer. How many? How what's the process? How do we get these kids into soccer? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, like I mentioned, myself, I take over. I took over the sixth, seventh, and eighth grade program. Please reach out to myself or Coach Day, then we'll gladly, you know, take on your little one. Make sure that they are taught the basics, able to, you know, grow as an individual. I've seen some great players throughout the years. For example, over the weekend, I had a couple of my girls score their first game against teams of all boys, and that's awesome. That's a great feeling when they're able to come to the side of 
uh, come to the side and say, hey, coach, that was my first goal. It's a great feeling. It's <laughs> awesome. And, and especially when they get to do it in front of their family, you know. Um, it's great for them. It's great for me to see that smile on their face because now they have a goal, especially today. They get to see the high school play at this beautiful field, you know. Now that we have Patsy Field here in Monmouth Roseville, it's a lot easier to get to these games for these kids so that they can see what what the future holds for them. Let's get these kids playing. You, you mentioned uh, the, the couple of girls you've got on your youth team. I mean, they got a girls program here now that made it to the regional championship. You and you and our man Jose Ariano got the chance to call the regional championship game, so that program's getting better. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's the biggest thing, and it's such a proud uh, part of for me because I also think moving forward, uh, the girls are going to have a lot of freshman starters because the program is so young. Uh, for example, in the spring, one of my fresh one of my eighth graders from last year, who is going to be a fresh or is a freshman this year, excuse me. Uh, Anastasia will be the starting goalkeeper for the girls in the spring, and that's awesome. Nice, yeah. uh, you know, she was out here a couple games uh, at the beginning of the boys' season, and she said, hey, uh, you know, it's awesome that I get to see these guys play out here because now I know what my games are going to be like. <laughs> that's a good feeling, you know, that they're already looking forward to four months down the road and uh, being on the pitch themselves. Uh, we talked about the regional. Uh, Monmouth Roseville's hosting a regional. They hosted the girls' regional, did a fantastic job on this beautiful facility, got – uh, boy, this this turf is coming in really nicely. It's not that old, and it's coming in really nicely. Yeah, yep. A big and a huge shout-out uh, to Dave taking care of this field. This field is immaculate. Uh, I remember first coming out here when they opened it. Nothing wrong with the field, but the improvements have been amazing. It's noticeable. This pitch is perfect. In Mama Throwsville subsectional, which they are a regional host, also a regional host is Peoria Christian. So there's no way Mammoth Rose will have to meet Peoria Christian, at least in a regional. <laughs> nope. For, for the first for time. For the first time, time, yeah. Uh, time. That'll be good. You know, if you look at the at the last two uh, losses here in the postseason for Monmouth Roseville, Peoria Christian and Quincy Notre Dame, those are taf- tough matchups, and it's unlucky for Monmouth Roseville that you always have to face that, that beast early on. So it will be uh, with, with Peoria Christian and Mammoth Roseville, of course, being different regionals, uh, hosting the regional. There's also a line of Los Stormington Co-op there, 8-4. and four. Beardstown, 9-3-3. Three and three. This happening today, Bone Squad, 8-6-1. and one. Mammoth Roseville, 11-2-1. and one. Quincy Notre Dame, 6-7-1, under 500. But they play an extremely tough schedule. Yeah, yep. Uh, again, like you mentioned, that schedule is deceiving. They play one of the tougher schedules uh, in the area, I would say. They definitely go out and pick those programs that are bigger and stronger because they want to make sure – that their players are always uh, with that tougher competition. You always want to make sure you're playing the best. Also, Canton two and nine is Stanford Olympia Hartsburg Emden Co-op two and eleven Peoria Emanuel oh seven and one and Macomb uh, winless zero oh eleven for the Bombers. And that's uh, that's something definitely rare to see. Uh, Macomb having a very down year. Uh, as we get started here at Patsy Fields, uh, just under thirty seconds uh, for the second half. Uh, Macomb having a tough year so far. That's un- unfortunate to see. One of those rivals, you know, at least myself growing up as a Titan, that was always one of those games you had circled on your calendar. Yeah, it didn't matter the sport. didn't matter the sport. <laughs> they really did it, you yeah. know. Even yeah. I bet you even some of our golfers out there, <laughs> that, that uh, McComb meet was always one that I bet they looked forward to. Mama's Roseville able to, nope, not able to win the throw-in. Abbey did throw-in on the near side of the pitch here to us. Quick throw-in, goes wide. Mama's Roseville with the, Clearance, only able to get it as far as midfield. We're number 25 for Abingdon. Nick Prescott wins it and wins it and gives it right back to the Monmouth Roseville defense, who goes out wide to the left, far side of the pitch, up the middle for Belisi. Yep, 
that is the moves that we want to see Belisi do. That is a move towards the goal. Earlier in the match, he was, wasn't making that run forward. That's what we want to see. And Coach Statham uh, got him subbed out, and, you know, there's nothing, there's nothing better than a little bench time. You could say what you want as a coach, but, you know, what really teaches you? Sitting on that, sitting on that bench. That's absolutely. Really teaches you. Yep, absolutely. And, and that's that what, doesn't matter the sport. Yeah, no, nope. That's one of those universal coaching things. <laughs> <laughs> Mama's Rose in the middle of the Abingdon defense. Ozzy, one move, two moves. Oh, sir, be, that that's should be a, a penalty. penalty kick, right? Yep, should be. The referee made yep. a fantastic move to get around a couple of defenders. And just as he was getting ready to just basically shoot a point-blank shot, got tripped from behind. So Nothing to Abingdon defender could do there. Ozzy with two great quick cutbacks beats three Abingdon defenders. The last one didn't want to leave his goalie in a tough situation. Gave up the easy PK. Boy Tang is going to take the uh, Boy Tung is going to take the uh, penalty kick here. Ooh, calm, cool, and collected. And drills it. One nothing, Mammoth Roseville on the penalty kick by Boy Tung. What a strike! Hits it so hard it bounced right back. It didn't even look <laughs> yeah. like it went in. Yeah, I was gonna say I that was, was so yeah that was so hard hit it literally shot right back. I completely froze for a minute and thought that hit maybe a maybe a uh, post there the way it came out of there so quick. So the Titans draw first blood here on the PK by Boy Tongue. That is uh, that is his sixth goal of the season. That's third on the Mama Throwsville Titans. A bunch of beliefs with eight, and of course Ozzy Carmona with twenty nine thousand goals this year. <laughs> And Abingdon, with a quick kickoff here after giving up the goal on the unfortunate PK, Monmouth Roseville now putting on the pressure. And as I mentioned early, uh, Sean, the one thing that Coach Statham and I believe every coach out there stresses after a tough first half like that is we need a quick goal. Within the first five minutes, we need a goal. Monmouth Roseville was able to do that within two, and it came on a, off of a PK. I bet you we're going to see a floodgate open here because the Abingdon defenders are going to be on edge now. Yeah, there's again, it doesn't matter the sport. That that first five minutes of a second half, no matter if it's basketball, football, it's very important. And again, universal coaching. You know, one of those universal coaching tools, those first five minutes. Let's get it going and let's get a quick start. Mama's Roseville bouncing it back and forth. Able to clear it to midfield. Loses it. An Abingdon throw in here on the near side of the pitch. Ooh, good boot. Great job. Yep, way to keep it in. Colby Hightower. It looked like it was going out. Actually, a pretty good pass. Yeah, ended up as a good pass. Mons Roseville to win it back, switches it, loses it in the middle of the field, though. Number seven, Jaden, who's having a good game, I would say, for Abingdon so far tonight. Switches it to the field. Switches the field to the left side of the pitch. Mons Roseville, the clearance, only able to get it as far as the middle of the pitch. Belisi able to win a throw-in on the near side of the pitch. Number 13, Lian Song coming on for number nine, Ozzy. Yes, number nine, Ozzy getting an early break here. Let's hope nothing is nothing major is going on there. Usually you don't see Ozzy get any rest until later, a little later on in the game. Mama's Roseville bouncing it back and forth in front of the 
Abingdon defense able to get a throw in again on the near side of the pitch. Monmouth Roseville, though, now with the 1 0 lead, taking their time on these throw ins. Yeah, without Carmona on the, uh, on the field, it gives, gives Monmouth Roseville a little different look. Now, having the Naval maybe back on their heels, but now who do we so concentrate I think, on? Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Now, with Ozzy off the pitch, Sean, I think you're going to see that back line of three a little bit more because you don't have Ozzy. So you're going to push up one extra player. Uh, try to make up for not having an Aussie on the field. Oh, good. Good find out wide to the right. Now Monmouth Roseville to the middle. Good header by Abingdon to clear the ball. Only able to get it as far as boy. Oh, trying to find Belisi up the middle. Loses it. Abingdon wins it back. Still in danger, though. Being pressured. Yep, loses it. Gets it out wide. The only way Abingdon able to get out of pressure right now, Sean, are throw-ins. They have to get it out wide. Yeah, oh, much better pressure by Mama Throsville here in the second half. I think they took uh, Coach Statham's word uh, words <laughs> to heart there. He was very uh, ecstatic, I would say, with his speech. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's just about the perfect word. He was uh, oh, good ball by the Mama Throsville defender to get it all the way to the Abingdon box. Oh, unfortunate there, not able to make anything happen. Lazy clearance by Abingdon, only able to get it to the midfield, and a Mammoth Roseville shot that goes wide. Yeah, boy, tongue. I think tried to find the uh, one of those upper corners, just a little bit too much under. Not enough English on that one. It will be a goal kick. No. We got. Uh, 34 minutes left in this in this match. one nothing, Monmouth Roseville. Abingdon with the goal kick there. Only as far as boy, though. Monmouth Roseville falling back a little bit as far as the pressure goes, but still able to win a throw-in on the far side of the pitch now. Yep, Coach Foster from Abingdon asking for intensity from his team. And I think that first goal just kind of deflated his defense. I'm not sure why. They played a very good first half shot. Yeah. They were they were going toe to toe with Monmouth Roseville again, one of the better offenses and defenses in the conference. There's nothing to hang your head about. Keep pushing, keep fighting, keep pressuring. Again, you uh, neither one of us got to hear the uh, pregame interview from Coach Foster while we were here. It's, it was played from the studio, but he says one thing he wants. I asked him, "What do you want to do better here down the stretch going into the postseason?" He says, "I want, I want more." 80 minutes of intensity instead of 60 and 20. I want I want 80 minutes. And I said, well, how do you do that? This is a tiring sport. He said, I'm going to sub more and get guys in. You know, I want I want 80 minutes of intensity instead of you know, 60, 20 or 50, 30. And the other thing you do have to coach with something like that in a, in a sport like soccer, you know, you watch the pros and you see them. Most of them are playing the full 90, you know. So a lot of these kids, when they're getting subbed off, they're thinking they did something wrong. No, we just want you right. to have – you know, we want you to keep you as fresh as possible. We want you to keep that cardio going so that pressure is constant. Uh, that is something that definitely has to be coached at this level just because it is different from the professional. Abingdon with a throw-in, trying to get, trying to find something, trying to make something happen here, but loses it. Mammoth Rozo gets it out wide, gets it near us, looks for a ball towards the middle. What a cross. Oh. Unlucky to find a Monmouth Roseville player up top. Abingdon with a bad cross there, or a bad switch. 
that will allow that will allow a couple of subs and uh, one of those subs, Ozzy Carmona. Yep, Ozzy Carmona and Kevin both coming back on. Both have been electric tonight. Uh, number thirteen, Leon, and number fourteen, Daniel, coming off with both of them. Yeah, if you're eight down, you're like, I'm very disappointed they kicked that out of bounds. But now, yeah, Ozzy <laughs> coming back on the field, it's even worse. It's like the the meme where LeBron sees Kawhi checking in. You know, <laughs> that that's the that's right. the exact same feeling these Abingdon players got when they saw Ozzy checking in. Oh, chance for that was that a good move by Liam rush. Walters. Liam Walters gets out wide. Looks for the number 11. Ooh, number 11 for Abington loses it. Yep. Jexel Rivera. Great defense by Jexel there. Able to get it to the middle. Kevin gets out wide, trying to get it back. Ask for it. Boy doesn't hear him, though. Boy having troubles in the middle. Tries to find Ozzy. Ozzy loses his footing, loses the ball. Abington, though, with the bad switch. Good hustle by Colby Hightower trying to keep that in. Number three, Jexel Rivera with a quick throw in. Mamad Rosa wins it in the middle of the pitch. Good switch of the ball, trying to get it out wide. Trying to create space, trying to make something happen. Bolisi going after the ball. Loses it to the Abingdon defenders who are pushing back, trying to find a counter. But they're pressured by Boy. Boy with his cutback. Looks, picks up his head, looks, at, looks for a Mamad Rosa player. Looks for the middle of the pitch. Shot down the middle. Oof. Trying right, to find yeah. Ozzy. Uh, Tried to get something to Ozzy a little high. Ozzy looked at him like, what am I going to do with that one? <laughs> Thank you. What am I going to do with that one? That was a little bit too high by the time it got to me. Yeah, Ozzy. Ozzy <laughs> knew that they were looking for him, but that was just the wrong, uh, the wrong play. Yep, Coach Statham not happy with the pressure from Kevin on that one. Kevin has been pressured very well and unfortunate on that one. Something happens for yep. Kevin didn't pressure. Abingdon able to make something happen, and now your mom with Roseville is playing a little bit of defense. Those are the reasons why Statham gets a little bit more animated when those things happen. Um, it's a great radio way to put it. <laughs> if you and I were just sitting here, it would probably be something different. It's a great way to, radio way to put it. Ooh, Mom Roseville looking dangerous oh. here. Ooh, great stop by the Abingdon goalie, Augie Corson, coming out, cutting the angles. Yeah, that was a really nice opportunity there for the Titans and Augie Corson. Looked like Angel Jurado, number eight, trying to chip the keeper, and the keeper came out, made himself as big as possible, and able to get his paws on it. Now, Monmouth Roseville with the oof. That might be down. That might be at the radio station <laughs> by the time that gets done rolling. <laughs> Coach Statham losing balls left and right here. <laughs> You don't get to keep those fans. Make sure those are returned. If you're listening, over <laughs> the program there. will appreciate it. <laughs> Abingdon here with the goal kick, taking their time. Coach Foster, I would assume, getting frustrated that his team isn't building up quickly. Oof. Abingdon with the slice on the clearance. Oh, bad pass. Oof. Bad touch by Monmouth Roseville. Loses it in the middle of the pitch. Abingdon gets out wide to the left side of the pitch. Switches the ball by Coach Foster, and that's exactly what his team does, but loses it. Belisi over the top. Nice. Controls it. Looks up. Picks his head up. Looks for the shot. Nope. Stumbles. Abingdon able to clear, but only as far as Boy. Boy picks his head up and looks out wide. Kevin with the ball on the right side. 
Kevin, oof. Bad pass by Kevin Abingdon wins it back. Liam Walters in the middle of the pitch. Pushing, pushing, has time. Looks for a teammate. And there's Rogelio able to head it back. Kevin, nope, leaves it for number three. Jexel, Jexel looking up top for Ozzy. Ozzy tries to get it out wide. Kevin, Kevin's going to go pressure Jaden. Kevin with the pressure on Jaden. Kevin stays on Jaden. Jaden, oh, I felt like he ran out of real estate there, but. Now, somehow kept that inbound. Kept nice it pass inbound. down the sideline. Yeah. Belisi. Oh, with the ball. Oh, to Ozzy. Turns. Oh, the keeper. Oh, right in the oh. the box. What a great job by Augie Corson. Augie having a great game. That's what I'm telling you, Sean. I, th- I believe this Abingdon team should be playing with more pressure. Just because you're down one nothing against this Mom and the Roseville team, it doesn't mean a whole lot. You're playing well. You're playing your football. Keep at it. Keep going. You still have plenty of time. There's still 26 minutes left on the clock. Yeah, with the with the uh, with the quality of goalkeeper Augie Corsness, you can take a few chances, and you know you hate to leave it up to your goalkeeper, but you feel confident that he's going to be behind, have your back. Yeah, he gives you that freedom to you know explore a little bit more with that extra person up top. I would have not be surprised if Abingdon switches over to a three line in the back. Kevin out wide looks for Ozzy, not able to oh not able to get it there. Mama's Roseville with a shot that just goes wide <laughs> down the street. Number 13, Lian Sung checking back in. Uh, number 8, Angel Jurado, who just had a great play just a few minutes ago, coming off getting some rest. Yeah, he gets a high five from assistant coach Barry McNamara. Nice job. Yep, that is a great shift by Angel. He was out there giving it his all, pressuring at every chance. Abingdon with the goal kick here. Goes out wide, far side of the pitch. Monmouth Roseville throwing. Down to a little over 25 minutes left in this match. One nothing Monmouth Roseville on a boy tongue penalty kick shortly into the second half. Yep, and they penalty kick, which we should mention, won by Ozzy on a great, yes. great individual play in the middle of the box. Kevin out wide now for Monmouth Roseville. Kevin with the cutback. Looks for the middle. Finds number seven, boy. Gets out wide to Kevin. Kevin with a strike. Oof. I like it, Kevin. Kevin yeah. trying to make something happen. Oh, Mammoth Roosevelt able to keep it in. Looks oh, for I a second opportunity. Yep, yeah. it looked like it was out. Way, way to stay on top of that by Mammoth Roosevelt. It looked like the Abingdon defender was just going to see it out and get the goal kick, but Mammoth Roosevelt not giving up. Abingdon chases it down, clears it as far as Isaac. Isaac with the big boot back up the middle. Able to get it to midfield. Mammoth Roosevelt builds back up on their play. Leon to look for Kevin. Kevin busy on the right flank. Oh, Kevin wins it. Oh, Kevin wins wins it. I don't know how he came oh, up with that. What a great play by Kevin. Kevin, just like I'm here, taking advantage of the minutes you do get. Way to stay on top of it. I was kind of blocked out there by a couple of the Mama Throwsville coaches. The next thing I know, Kevin comes out of there with it. I don't know how that happened. Oh, yeah, <laughs> see, and just like that, Kevin getting his break because he was out there giving it his all during those minutes that he got. Number 14, Daniel Sinta coming on for him. Quick throw and finds Belize in the middle. Loses it. Boy. Boy finds the middle. Abingdon clears it again. Only as far as the Monmouth Roseville midfield, though. Who start building the link up in the middle of the pitch? A little give and go. Monmouth Roseville toying a little bit here with the Abingdon defense. Switches the field. 
Coach Statham pressuring his team to keep going. Ooh, good move by Daniel. Oh, loses it. Abingdon slices on the clearance. Mammoth Roseville wins it back again, only as far as the midfield. Leon, middle, boy. Oh, boy, took one too many touches. Yeah, I'd like to see Leon. Leon, uh, maybe dribble that a little bit farther. Yeah. He had a little room yep. there. He probably had enough for a couple extra. Lee, oh, that's what you want to see. Ozzy, Ozzy with a great opportunity and goes on the corner. Yep, wins the corner. That's what I thought. Ozzy goes down, had an, another one of those 180s. Seems to be his trademark. Finds the ball in the middle of the box, does a 180. The defender knew it, slides, and uh, is able to get the corner kick there for the Mamas Roseville offense. Elijah Song on the uh, pitch for Jexel Rivera. And again, Mamas Roseville a little less in of a hurry uh, as they were in the second half. <laughs> yeah, they were definitely taking their 23 time 23 minutes left. Yeah, we'll just set some things up here until they make us go. Which, again, is why it's so oh. surprising. Oh, good header there by Leon. But the keeper, again, Augie, with an athletic save. If this game were to end as it is, as a one nothing win, honestly, I would say Augie is the man of the match. Uh, he's had, I would say, four or five now great stops for Abingdon. Mammoth Roseville, again, building it up from the middle. Gets out wide to the left side of the pitch. Finds Leon in the middle. Leon dribbles a little bit further now, but loses it. Abingdon wins it back. Cuts back. Oof, a little give and go. Oh, pressure by yep. Mama Throwsville here. Leon wins it back after giving it up. And Belisi not chasing it. Ooh, little miscommunication there between the Abingdon defender and the goalkeeper. That could have been very dangerous for Abingdon. Abingdon, though, now with Liam up top. Number five for Abingdon. Carter Stroop. Yep, wins the throw-in. Unless, yes. Wow. The referee on our side of the pitch disagrees, and it's a Mama Throwsville throw-in. Mm. I thought it was... I thought that was an Abingdon ball, Sean. Yes, I, if I would have, if, if somebody would have made me make a decision, I would have said that's a town ball. Yep. Mammoth though wins it right back in the middle of the pitch, switches switches the field to the left side, to the far side of us here today. Gets as far as Boy. Boy decides to switch it back to the middle. Tries to find French in the top, number fourteen. Now, Daniel back over the top to the middle. Oh, just bounces back and forth between a couple of Mammoth Roseville attackers. Abingdon tries to get it wide and see there on the defense for Mammoth Roseville. Cleans it up, gets it back to Leon. Oof, Leon unlucky with the touch. See though, still up top, so wins it back. Yep, now you won't believe he up top pressuring. Abingdon not able to get out of their own side. They're stuck on their half. Mammoth Roseville making a dangerous play here on the far side of the pitch. Trying to cut back. Nope. Staying out wide on the left flank. Cut back in cross. Nope. Still playing with it. Now there's the cross. And Belize with the finish. Brunch Belize on the feed from who was that over there? Was that uh, that that would look like Daniel? Nope. Number seven. Uh, uh, Boy Tongue. Yep. The assist. And Brunch Belize puts in his ninth goal as he's getting closer to that double digit mark. Two nothing, Mama throws a twenty forty left here in the second half. Personally, I feel like a fool, being that it was boy on that side. I should have known there was an extra cutback there, and that's exactly <laughs> what happened. Your move, you yeah. know, it happened and it worked, and the defender slid, uh, tried to slide tackle, 
Boy had all the time in the world to find Belisi. Nice, cool, calm, collected finish to find the second goal for the Titans. Tonight. Yeah, that's 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 a great point. Did not get excited. It came to him, and he just tapped her in. Yep. And that's what you want to see from Belisi. It looks like he was getting a few extra minutes up top as a striker, as a lone striker. Ozzy seems to be falling back to more of a cam position. Uh, great to see him being up top in the box in the right position. Oh, Belisi now with a dangerous play on the left side. Nope, the referee decides that it will be a nabbing then goal kick. I think it's been a nice, really well, nice job on both sides of substituting here on this. Well, now once the sun's under, it's kind of nice and cool. But when the sun's out, it's hot. Both, I think both coaches have done a pretty good job of subbing in, maybe even more so with, with Coach Statham and, and giving those fresh legs because it's been almost entirely in Mama Throwsville's half here. Yeah, yep. Abingdon struggling to get it out of their half. Uh, so much so that C has been sitting at the midfield line, I would say, for the last 10 minutes. Oh, what a strike! <laughs> Belisi, what a athletic stop by Augie for Abingdon. Ozzy wins it, trying to cut back, trying to find his goal for the night. Nope, loses it. Oh, yeah, Daniel! A little wide left by Daniel Finza. Another athletic save by Augie. Of uh, in there for Abingdon. Ooh. What a save to Lisi. Liked it, liked what he saw, took a shot. Augie there, though, to keep it out of the back of the net. A few words of encouragement there from assistant coach Barry. Abingdon, again, not able to get out of their own half. Monmouth Roseville wins it. Leon in the middle of the pitch. With that... Uh, ball that uh, Abingdon just crossed over. I think that is honestly the only way they've been able to get out of their half. I don't think they've been able to carry the ball over the no, midfield They've been line. able to dribble over at all. As we, yep, we there it is. Still. As they lose it, yep. Same thing. Uh, Mammoth Roseville definitely took too hard the words from Coach Statham. I bet there was a lot of we need a pressure and stay on top of the Abingdon uh, offense here. Yeah, I, I look, as I look now, only two Ooh. on... Uh, Belisi with another opportunity. Ooh, oh, just wide. Just punched her a little wide. As I'm looking out there now, only two Titans here on uh, on their half of the field. Yep. With also maybe uh, – Mom and Rosa uh, only keeping Song. their two center backs, on, as you mentioned, on their half. Both wingbacks are now pushed up pretty heavy. Even on the goal kicks, they're only going as far back as the midfield line. As Augie here with the goal kick short. And there, Mammoth Rosa is there yet again to win it back. Uh, yep. Referee giving the oh yeah, that's a free no, kick. They're going to call a foul there yeah. on somebody. Yep. The ref called the free kick. They disagreed. Uh, the side judge for some reason uh, was calling for a throw-in. <laughs> boy, boy argued for the ball, saying that it was his. Rightfully so. Free kick, Mammoth Rosa on the near side of the pitch to us. Boy trying to get it in the heart of the box. Oof. I have been with a good header to clear it. Mom and Roseville in the middle. Leon. Leon with the ball. Gets it out wide to number 11, Elijah. Elijah gives it to Kevin. Kevin pushing two. Through, sorry. Finds Daniel. Daniel tries to cross it. Easy save there for Augie, who's able to scoop it up. Getting near the 17-minute mark here of the second half. 2-0, Mama throws the leading the Abingdon Avon Tornadoes. Good clearance there by Augie. But Mama throws right there again. Gets it back to the Abingdon side of the pitch. Mama throws slowing the ball down. Switches it. Tries to find Daniel. 
Daniel and Kevin. Oh, yep. Unfortunate for Abingdon to slip. Oof. Monmouth Rosa wins it in the middle of the pitch. Dribbling through the middle. Dribbling through the middle. Still going. Still going. Oh. Just get out of it. Yeah, Abingdon did not want any problems there on that one. <laughs> They decide to give up the corner. Seemed to seem reasonable enough, given the danger. Uh, it looked like number four Biak just dribbling through the middle of the Abingdon defense at will. Uh, the last Abingdon defender decided we're just going to settle for the corner. Just even up, even already leading two nothing. Just putting all kinds of pressure on Abingdon Avon. They're having trouble getting it into their half. Yeah. Period. Abingdon is struggling. For our listeners out there. I don't think in the last 20 minutes now, Abingdon has able to carry the ball out of their side of the pitch. Yeah, they haven't. Really, I haven't. I can't remember the last time they've had possession in their uh, in their half. Kevin with the ooh, good cross here. Nope, right to Augie. Good moves by Kevin though to drop defenders throughout the game today. I believe that's the second, uh, third. Excuse me, defender he's put on skates tonight. Yeah, he's he's had a nice. A nice game, Kevin Vasquez. Has. Just a sophomore, oh. as a reminder to our listeners. So you <laughs> might get to hear that name a few more games down the road. A good ball over the top to try to find Kevin again. Kevin everywhere here. Abingdon trying to clear it. Nope, not able to get it out of their side yet. Good by good recovery by Bomith Rose. It'll get out wide. Boy, boy from left switches it to the right. All the way into the box. Daniel tries to win it inside the box. Keeps it in. Keeps oh, it in the job. Abingdon box. Belisi wins it. Gives it up to a teammate who tries to loop around. Finds Boy. Boy with a strike. Wow. Oh, boy. That wow. just went over. I thought that was going to get that up the right corner there. <laughs> boy with the English on that one. Unlucky to find the back of the net. The keeper frozen solid. I don't think he was going to move on that one. No, there's absolutely nothing he could have done there with that one. And that's, again, not, not a slide on this keeper. Augie has it's been just great been tonight. Spot. Yeah, Augie has been great tonight. He has made some saves that you wouldn't normally see a keeper make, but that was just a strike by boy. Unfortunate not to find the back of the net. Daniel pushing. Finds Belisi in the box. Oh, Kevin. Oh, Kevin. With an opportunity. You love to see it, though. Kevin sees the shot, takes it, hits a little too hard, gets uh, unable to find a shot on target. Augie now with an easy goal kick here. Mohamed Roosevelt gets ready to make another substitution. Number six, Derek Gonzalez, gets ready to check in in front of us as Augie with the goal kick. Mohamed Roosevelt again. Stops it before it gets to midfield. Kevin on the left side switches the Tries to switch the field. Abbing in there, though, to stop it. Able to win the throw-in. Who's is it? Oh, I'm a throw so. Yep. Okay. Number 11, Elijah Song coming off. Oh, nope, I was fooled. Elijah stays on. It looks like at 14, Daniel is the one who comes off. Nearing the 13-minute mark here of the second half. 2 nothing, Mama Throwsville. Derek saw quick action there and loses the ball. C, able to win it. Abingdon with the big boot out of bounds. 
Oop, I thought it was going to land right on top of us, but just goes far. <laughs> Good save there. <laughs> Coach Foster. <laughs> Monmouth Rose again taking their time on these throw-ins. Yep, ref asking the Monmouth Roseville defender to respect where she called in the throw-in. Monmouth Roseville playing with it in the middle of the field now. Switches the field, finds Boy on the far side, tries to find Kevin out wide, instead runs into Zepp. Zepp and Kevin trying to give it a little one-two on the far side of the pitch. Zepp with a cross, easy for Augie to come in and smother. Ooh, long throw. Long throw. This might be Abingdon's first. Yes, real opportunity to get into the Monmouth Roseville side of the pitch here. This is the first half. time they've had actually possess- I would call possession, possession. in yep. a long time. Uh, oh, able to win a throw in on the far side of the pitch by Abingdon. Still their ball. Nope. Monmouth Roseville wins it right back in the middle of the field. Number four, Biak. Loses it. Abingdon kicks it right back to where they are giving it right back as a throw. I was thinking the same thing that I just heard Coach McNamara say. What was that? <laughs> right back into yep. the, right back into the offense. Oh, certainly by A Town. Uh, a little frustration there by the Abingdon players. Now number six, uh, Dawson Fenton with the uh, shove from behind. Yeah, just getting it's two nothing. There's eleven, a little over eleven minutes left. Getting tired and. This relentless pressure of the second half by Mama Throsville is just, it wears you down. Yeah, Jaden and Dawson have, I believe, not come off the pitch on the second half. Abingdon trying to do all they can to stay in this one as long as they can. Oof, good ball for Abingdon here. little give and go. Number 11, Colby Hightower switches the ball. Rogelio there, though, playing great defense today, Rogelio is. Uh, clears it. Ooh, Monmouth Roseville wins it back. Bounces around a little bit in the middle of the pitch. Bjork tries to find Belisi out wide. Unable to, but number six, Derek Martell, is able to get there. Belisi loses the ball. Great defending by the Abingdon defender there to win the ball yeah, back on the slide was, tackle. That was nice by uh, Nick Prescott, Col- senior. Kobe Hightower again trying to switch the field, but only able to get it as far as the Monmouth Roseville midfield. Oh, Kevin with a great touch. Oof. That was tough. Kevin trying to bring the ball down and gets double teamed by the Abingdon defenders there, loses it, but is able to win the Monmouth Roseville throw in on the far side of the pitch. Number two, Kevin Martinez getting ready to come back on. Coming or making way for him is number 11, Elijah Song. Nope. Zep Mack was 11 too. Yep, nope. Number 17, Zep Mong. Monmouth Roseville with the throw in on the far side of the pitch. Trying to move towards the middle. Still keeping it in the middle. Looking. Picks up his head. Oh, bad pass there. Abingdon wins it back. Yep. You're going to lose that to Jaden every single time. He's too athletic not to react to those. He's able to find his teammate on the right side of the flank. Ooh, good body. The late whistle. I thought that was a good body. The ref on the far side of the pitch decided to give award 
Abingdon the uh, free kick here on a dangerous position. Oh, go quick. Quick. Oh, nice job. Oh, Isaac. Isaac. Way to be alert by Isaac. That was a quick. Oh, that was in a crowd. He bounced off like a pinball. Yep. That was that was good uh, goalkeeping there by Isaac. Good reactions. He he noticed that Abingdon took the quick free kick there. Abingdon still with the ball on the Monmouth Roseville side of the pitch, only able though to get as far as Kevin Martinez. Kevin Martinez now on the left side makes a pass, gets it out wide. Monmouth Roseville still pressuring, able to win a quick. Th- oh nope. They were trying to do a quick throw-in on the far side of the pitch, but Leon, number 13, Leon Song coming on now for the previously. Oh, nope, Kevin decides to stay on. Instead, we are going to be seeing a different substitution here. Number eight, Angel Jurado. Under eight minutes here left in this match. Two-nothing, Monmouth Roseville. Monmouth Roseville, I would say... Taking the pressure off here a little bit, Abingdon now able to at least sniff out the Monmouth-Roseville side of the pitch, put Isaac in a little bit of danger there. Monmouth-Roseville, though, now controlling the ball in the middle of the field. Tries to switch it, looks up, yep. Oh, a handball? Nope. Ref did not like it. Keeps going. Finds Kevin Vasquez. Oof, bad touch there. Tried to get a little fancy with it, gives it up to Jaden. Jaden for Abingdon pushing down the middle. Oh, good move to Liam. Oh, Liam Walters with a cut. Oh, what a strike by number 11, Colby Hightower. He had a perfect angle on that one. Without a doubt, Abingdon's closest shot or closest opportunity to goal. Great move by both Liam and Jaden. Jaden pushing all the way up from the back line. Gets it as far as Liam. Liam gets it out wide to Hightower. Hightower with the opportunity there. Just unlucky to get it up high. Isaac with the boot. Oof, bad boot, though. Only as far as Hightower here. Derek wins it. But Hightower wins it back for Abington. Oh, good tackle, by Elijah Song. C with the header. Finds Biak. Biak and Leon with headers back to each other. Now, boy, out wide to Kevin. Kevin coming in hot on the left side. Oof, cuts back. Oh, spins. Cuts back again. Spins the other way. Kevin with another cutback. Oof. That Coach, was fun to watch. That there. was, yeah. Kevin really putting on the, the pressure here. Coach Foster asking for pressure and quick movements from his team. Again, I agree. You're only down two. Yes, there's only five, just under six minutes left here in the second half. But why not go after it, you know? Why not try to put up a couple goals on the board? Yeah, they were shut out. First match of the of the season, way back on August twenty first, three nothing by the Titans. They were without Titans were without Carmona that night. This so this honestly would be a good improvement as far as oh. the performances go for Abingdon. It shows again, you know, that if Coach Foster is putting in the work. Uh, yes, it is a two nil loss so far, uh, but to lose three nothing with without Ozzy in the beginning of the season. This uh, this time around, you know, it's only two nothing. That is an improvement for having to for being honest. Yeah, I don't. I I couldn't tell you if it was something that A Town did, but uh, Carmona was definitely held in check. Not a whole lot of especially in the first half. Yeah, in the bro, first for sure. half. Yeah. yeah uh, sure. Other than that penalty kick that he won, 
the first half, I would say he had one chance, the one chest where he headed it or chested it down and did a 180. Other than that, honestly, Ozzy was put in check. Oof, Augie with another athletic uh, coming out of his box there. Makes a play, able to beat Derek to the ball. Mamas Rosal with a trio of substitutions here. Number 17, Zepp coming back on. Number 14, Daniel Cinza. Number 3, Jexel Rivera. The Kevins, both Vasquez and Martinez coming off, as well as I did not see the third sub there. Mamas Roosevelt still put the pressure on. Yep, Mamas Roosevelt still pressuring, still on the near side of the pitch. Mamas Roosevelt throwing. C taking his time here. Quick throw in by C. Quick long throw in. Leon wins it. Tries to find the middle. Tries to find Belisi. Belisi was not there though. Leon able to win it back. Gets it out wide. Boy, boy over the top again. Tries to find Daniel. But able to get it to Leon. Leon gets out wide to number three, Jexel. Jexel with a cross to the middle. Belisi stops, shoots. What a strike! Second goal of the night for Brunch Belize. What a strike by him. I don't know if he kind of hit that at the wrong angle. He kind of came up a little lame after he kicked it. Yeah, I don't know if it's how he came <laughs> down or something. It, it, it did look a little discomforted at the end of that one, but what a strike. There it is, his 10th goal of the season. He reaches double digits. Brits Police. With 3.51 in the second half. 3.51 left in this match. 3 nothing. Monmouth Roseville. And... That's kind of that's kind of been their mo. They've scored three goals, one, two, three, four, five, five times. Yeah, this is the Monmouth Roseville uh, typical outcome here now. Understay them at least this year. As hard, as high flying as the team has been, these three nil wins are now the norm, and that's good to see. You know, it's it's great to have a program where you can go to, and more often than not, you're going to come up with a win. Mama's uh, it's not over yet. There's still pressure in here. Yeah, still going. Mama's Roseville looking for that fourth one. Trying to really, it's that, it's that you score and you, of course, eight towns like, oh, so you yeah. try to take advantage. Boom, right after the right after the score. And then take Liam in the middle of the pitch gets that wide. Mama's Roseville here looking a little more fluid, I would say. Again, after that first goal, like I mentioned, I felt like. The offense was going to feel a little bit looser. You know, they they uh, are able to connect a little bit better when they're uh, flowing right. Abingdon, though, able to get it on the Monmouth Roseville side of the pitch. Monmouth Roseville defense able to get the pressure off of themselves. Lean with the ball over the top, trying to find Boy. Instead, finds Daniel. Daniel loses it, but is able to win a free kick on the far side of the pitch again for Monmouth Roseville Titans. Two and a half minutes left. Titans up three nothing. Mohamed Rozo again taking the slow throw-ins here. Up 3 nothing, trying to see out this win. That may get if we don't jinx Isaac here uh, with these last two minutes left. <laughs> Ten clean sheets for the season, uh, adding to that record total, correct? Yep, career record uh, from, from uh, Coach McNamara. 23 career shutouts. He would be going for number 24 here. The old record was 22. Well, uh, I'll take a look at that. That's amazing, though. He has a whole another season in front of him. 
and about yeah. five or six games, regular season, still games left this season. Uh, so he's only going to add to that, you know, I would say single season and career season total. The old career record was Rodrigo Zamora from 2011 to 2013 for Mama Throws so with 22 and uh, 23 and counting for Isaac Garcia. That must be a great feeling for Isaac to know that he's at 23 and counting. Yeah, counting. And like you said, he's got a whole other year. That's good. That's good for the program. Isaac has been solid in the sticks early on in the program. I would say that was one of the pain points. But as the season, or as the program grew, we started to get more of those Isaacs in the goal where it didn't become a liability. And now you're breaking records every season as far as clean sheets go. That's awesome. One minute remaining. Boyd not letting up, though. Tries to find Leanne in the middle. Oof. Leanne gets the ball kicked straight off his face by the Abingdon defender. Abingdon still going. Nope. Number 11 oh, nice for Liza Song. Song to yeah. keep that they came Titans in flying. In. Oh. Still trying to pressure here with 40 seconds to go, trying to get that fourth goal. Not taking it easy at all, trying to put another one up on there. Good pressure by Liam Walters there on C. Make C make a decision. C loses it with a bad pass. Abingdon still going, not giving up here with 24 seconds left. High tower, one versus two. He's still going. He's still fighting. No call from the ref. We're still going. High tower wins it. Oh, gives up the throw in. What a good hustle play by Jexo Rivera for the Titans, just to stay with his man. Leon up top, trying to find one last one here. Daniel with one last strike. Oof. And that'll do it. Thomas Roseville wins 3-0. They'll go to 12-2-1 overall on the season. They're having the Navon Tornadoes. Four-game winning streak stops. They are still over 500, 8-7-1. We'll take a good four-minute break, come back, and we'll uh, break down this match and hopefully get a chance to talk to head coach uh, Zach Statham. If we get him cooled down a little bit, we'll get a chance to talk to Chris Statham. <laughs> That's all coming up on the post game. He show. might we'll be in be a better mood with a win. <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs> Welcome back to Patty Fields here in Monmouth. Your final score: Monmouth throws the three. I mean, get Avon zero. The Titans get their twelfth win on the season. They're twelve two and one. Having an Avon drops to eight seven and one. Uh, four game winning streak has been stopped. Uh, first time they have not been on the scoreboard since Gelsberg back on September 14th. They lost one to nothing to Gelsberg, and since then, two goals, eight goals, five goals, seven goals. Good defensive effort by Mama Throwsville tonight. Tenth shutout of the season for Isaac. Adds to that shutout career record. Gets up to 23 now, I believe. 24 now. 24, yeah, 24 now. now. Uh, gets yep. up to 24 and is counting. 24 and counting clean sheets for Isaac. That's got to be an amazing feeling. That's got to be an even better feeling for Coach Statham to get back on the clean sheet uh, mode again nine or ten excuse me now for the season. Uh, this Monmouth Roseville defense is clicking and firing at all cylinders. Yeah, Isaac not not severely tested today as a lot of matches this year he hasn't been severely tested, but the tests he did see he he passed. Yep, there like you mentioned, not too many dangerous plays, but the ones that did happen and the ones that were close, he was able to get there as quickly as possible and make sure that. It ended as fast as possible as well. What did you think of uh, when we just talked about the defense and the shutout, uh, the Titan offense there? Boy, uh, talk about a tale of two halves. Yeah, no, yeah, that's what I was about to say. Uh, <laughs> first half, you know, Abingdon had a game plan for Ozzy, and it worked. Ozzy, the goal scorer up top who has 29 goals for the season, unable to add to his goal total today. Uh, 
a big shout-out to Coach Foster. You could tell he game-planned for Ozzy. Uh, Coach Satham had to make some re- or some adjustments at halftime, and they worked. You're easy, as we mentioned, you know, that universal rule of coaching that we need a goal or a basket or a touchdown after the first five or before the first five minutes. That was the same talk Coach Satham gave to his boys today, and they responded with that early uh, penalty kick. Ozzy able to get earn a penalty kick for his team within the first two minutes of the second half with an amazing move where he cuts back on two defenders and is able to win it. Boy steps up, calm, cool, and collected as always. Brunch Bolise, two goals in the second half. He was a little bit of a doghouse there in that first half and come back with a nice second half. Yeah, maybe Coach Statham can talk a little <laughs> bit more about what the halftime speech was to Bolise. I think Sean and I agreed, maybe not his best first half, not his best efforts in the first half. In the second half, he definitely bounced back. What was the talk and uh, were you happy with how he responded? It's just a long season. It's, it's such a long season. We have so many games. Um, I probably don't do a good enough job rotating guys, and so we just got a lot of guys hurt. You know, I think our second best player, kind of maybe our even our most important player, had five yellow cards. He didn't even get to dress today. Um, that was a big blow for us. Um, basically, in the second half, we just had to we had to push one of our center backs further forward to then get more people into our midfield and into the attack. And once we got a third guy into that center midfield position. When uh, Biak, number four, stepped up, um, he stepped out of center back and kind of went to CDM when we were in possession and then back into a back four and we were out of possession. So that's the adjustment we made at halftime. And, um, and it worked, obviously. Um, just a little bit, too. After Saturday, it's such an intense game. I don't want to say it's not intense today, but just you can't be intense every single second of every single game. And we spent so much of of Saturday being so intense, it just it just wore us out. And something to note there, that definitely in the first half, you know, Abingdon had a game plan, especially for Ozzy. Ozzy didn't have the opportunities he normally has that he definitely did in the second half. Ozzy was the one who created the penalty kick that got you guys on the board early on. Something that Sean and I mentioned before you came over, that universal coaching uh, tool or however you want to call it, speech of we need to get a point up as quickly as possible. I mean, you know, maybe in the first five minutes, what, what what was it that sparked Ozzy to make that play? Because, like I mentioned, the first half, you know, uh, Abingdon had a game plan. They stuck to it. Ozzy was honestly contained very well by the Abingdon defense. Uh, what do you think changed as far as he goes? Well, he got hurt really bad Saturday, and he wouldn't have played today if um, if we had our full team today. So, I mean, Elijah has been out for a month. He, he came in the second half at right back. Uh, it's like a domino when people get hurt, you know. you got to move. Mm-hmm. You can't just move one guy. you got to move you know, three, four, or five guys. And so, you know, um, Elijah's been out for a month. Uh, number 21, Beto, he got his 50 old card Saturday. He had to sit out today. Ozzy had a horrible injury. He, he's had a bad ankle all season, and he had a horrible injury. He re-injured it Saturday. And so, I mean, he shouldn't have even played today. I mean, he was, he was 10% of his normal self. So, I mean, I, that's the first half, I, you know. They did They did well. They, they, um, Abingdon played really well. Um, I don't want to take any away from them, but he was very, very hurt, and that's why we got him out towards the end of the game. Tried to. Yeah, no, absolutely. You can tell Coach Foster has been doing a great job with these guys. Uh, something yeah, fantastic job. Something, something actually to know that you brought up in the in the pre-match interview with uh, Sean here and that I was going to ask you is how can you relate with Coach Foster taking this program and building year after year? If you look at the record, this is without a doubt going to be their best season so far. This is, without a doubt, your best season so far under the Monmouth-Roseville program. Uh, you're only at two losses so far. 
already at 12 wins. You picked up your 10th, 10th clean sheet of the season. Uh, what yeah. more can you ask for? <laughs> well, a lot more, a lot more. Healthy, healthy teams like that's for. I mean, again, I don't want to take anything away from them, but I mean, you know, our second best player is out with five yellow cards. Our best player can hardly walk. So um, it was tough to get through the game. It was tough to get through the game. Um, I didn't think we fought very well in the first half. I think sometimes we rely on one or two people, and when they're not performing, hurt or out, we kind of tend to be spectators, the rest of us. So that was kind of halftime talk is that, you know, we're in a game now. We're in a battle, and Ozzy can hardly walk. Beto's out with five yellow cards, and we just can't. We can't all be passengers. We can't all be spectators. You know, some people have to step up and play. I thought Biak stepped up so big in the second half. Yeah, you know, absolutely. We, like, like I said, we we tried to in possession go to a back three, push him into center mid, um, kind of a deep center mid, and then out of possession still maintain that back four. And I thought he was so good going forward in that second half. He gave us an extra man, and that allowed us to get the ball out wide. I mean. I mean that's what you do when you're when you don't have a lot of possession. You try to pack the center of the defense, which they did really, really well. And so we had to get the ball wide. And when times we did get the ball wide the first half, which were very few, we couldn't put in a cross to save our lives. We dribbled out of bounds. Um, a lot of disappointing things in the first half, but put some different players out wide, pushed Bjork in the midfield in possession. And we were able to overwhelm the center, which allowed us to keep possession, then get the ball wide. Um, which you know, second goal uh, was from. A wide cross, third goal was from a wide cross. So that's, that's, that's what we wanted at half, and that's what we got. So this team's so good about they do listen. You know, I, you know, frustrating first half, but they do listen. And everything we talked about for the last all season at halftime, they do exactly what I want to do in the second half. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but um, today it did. And uh, to piggyback off of what you just said, I, I don't think they just listen. They also have that next man attitude. Uh, like you mentioned, you had to replace people on the wings. You had people like Kevin, uh, both Kevins, actually, Martinez and Vasquez, doing a great job. Uh, I thought on Kevin shift. Vasquez played very well. Both of them did a great job on their shifts. They came in, they put on their pressure, got the balls to the middle, created crosses, created chances. Uh, that's awesome to see that, like you said, not only can they listen, but they also have that let's step up. Somebody's got to step up, and why not me? Yeah, you know, I just we came out so flat in the first half. We almost... You know, it was a, I told Sean in the pregame I really haven't had to do much leadership talks, but <laughs> you know, I don't think I, I don't think Ozzy was really up to it today because I knew I know he knew he was hurt, and I think that kind of takes away from your mental edge. And he wasn't going. I mean, that was like I said, ten ten percent of his normal self. And so, um, yeah, I, I had to kind of take over leadership at halftime and just tell him, hey, we're in a game now, it's senior night, we're at home, half the town's here, the radio's here. Yeah, at some point, we've got to show a little better than this. And I thought we were really poor in the first half. As good as I thought Abingdon was in the first half, I don't want to take anything away from them. Um, they were good in the first half. I thought we were so, so poor. In the second half, I think we showed our quality. And, yeah, we showed our quality in the second half. Yeah, there was a good 20, 25, at least 20, 25 minutes where they didn't have possession. The, the ball was in their half once or twice, but never, never really had possession for like 20 minutes. In the second half. Yeah, yeah second half. half. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I think that first half, you know, we had people out, like I said. I hate to keep saying that, but it is a big deal. You know what I mean? <laughs> sure. Especially players like Beto, you know. Yeah. He is an important player. And, and Ozzy. Yep. And, and I know Ozzy play, but it's just, I don't know. He probably shouldn't have, honestly. I don't know if we get the first goal without him. If we don't get the first goal, I don't know if we get the second goal. And things like that. So, other guys have to step up from the opening kick. And I think we've already beat him this season. And Ozzy didn't play in that game either. Yep. So, yep. I mean, I think we've already beat him this season. We come in with... 
you know, and, and arrogance, but I don't know where it comes from, but <laughs> we come in with that, and um, it's good to be confident, but not arrogant. I feel like we came in arrogant, and they, I, th- I thought they were almost a better team in the first half, if not right even with us. So, But I thought in the second half, we responded well. We did exactly what we talked about at halftime. Um, it worked, and, and we got three goals, and, and, and a nice win. This is a team that tied Galesburg, sorry, not yeah. tied Galesburg, yeah. only lost to Galesburg 1-0 yep. a couple weeks ago, and so, you know, it's not a bad team. Well, that's, that's, that's where I was going. That's, this is a good subsectional win. It really is. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it is. And, and it's, you know, it is sort of a local rivalry. You know, I know they haven't beaten us, but I told him after the game, it's just, it's just a matter of time before they do beat us. And I know he doesn't want to hear that from me right now if we just won again, but they're getting so good. And I thought they had, I thought they had better athletes than us today, honestly. I, I really did. Um, I think our passing... Um, showed in the second half where it didn't in the first. I thought they had, you know, for the most part, bigger, stronger, more athletic kids on the field for most of the game, and and that's awesome. They can get those kids out, and and we need to deal with that better. Coach, I'm not a mathematician wizard, but this is your 50th win as coach of the Mama Throwsville Titans. That's pretty cool, man. That's <laughs> that's a nice little milestone. Hey, congratulations, win. coach. That's what you told Can't me. wait for the next 250. <laughs> What's that? Can't wait for the next 250. 250. <laughs> I don't know. Here, you know, I don't know. Well, congratulations on your 50th win, because you got your 100th win earlier this season in your career. Yeah. Well, you got your 50th win here. That's if it nice. wasn't for COVID, we, you know, yeah, could have given me 10 more. <laughs> but, you know. Always coaches, always want more. Right. I'm always pessimistic. Aren't I? Always glass half empty. You know? <laughs> congratulations, you're doing good. No, it should be better. <laughs> But, no, it, it was a nice win. I'm glad you guys came out here. And like I said, Avenue's is getting better and better every year. And um, hopefully you guys can – I mean, we're playing them twice a year. The only team we play twice. So hopefully you guys can get out next season again maybe, and I'm sure it'll be even closer next season, honestly. Well, I won't, we were just talking during this match. We want to do a regional championship between you two, between you two right here in about three weeks. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be, <laughs> that'd be something. Um, you know, I'm not even trying to think about regionals yet. Um, <laughs> You're just trying to get through the next one. Well, with the injuries right now, just trying to get people the next healthy. Day, you yeah. know, I, this is this is what we all love to do. But sometimes you get late in the season. It's just the walking wounded out there, and um, I'm tired. They're tired. Um, but yeah, no, I'm sure we'll have to play some huge private school and regionals. Um, yes, that's what you have to do. Now, say, now so. we're talking. Now we <laughs> can. Now we can yes. convert. So, how we could convert. That's we'll Sean's favorite topic. <laughs> yeah. Let him get him going. We'll have to prepare for that. And, uh, <laughs> you know, we've got time at the end of the year where we can't get some people healthy. We're just in a gauntlet right now. And Yeah, you got Riverdale tomorrow night. you got Gilbert, yeah. which is a quality team on Thursday. This yeah, is yeah. not an easy week. Gilbert hasn't lost in regulation all year. No. Yeah. They've yeah. tied a game, and they've lost two in double overtime. And it's just, you know, and, and that's a big game for me. It's a big game for everybody. So, we're hoping to rest some people tomorrow. I was hoping to rest some people today, but that didn't work out. So um, I don't think Ozzy's going to play tomorrow, which is uh, a huge blow for us. So we're going to have to figure out a way to score goals. And uh, uh, Beto will be back. Uh, it looks like Elijah survived his 20, 30 minutes. First time he's played, like I said, three and a half weeks. So if we can get him in. We can move Smoke to a forward. Beto in. We'll make the whole team run more smoothly. And, and you, know, you know, Brent scored two goals today, which, yeah. Um, yeah People have to step up, and, and, and he hasn't he hadn't done much the last three weeks. And today, today he stepped up when it mattered, and that's what we talked about half again. You know, people have to step up and let people go down, and that's just how it is. And sometimes when we're full strength, people get to be too much passengers and watch the game. And today we had to have people step up at halftime, and I had to get into him a little bit. Hopefully he didn't come through on the radio, but... Um, <laughs> yeah, 
we were at break for I think a lot of a yeah. lot of that. Yeah. You were quite a ways away. I think we, we were safe. It on purpose yeah. that way. Yeah. If you we know. get an email from the FCC, I'm going to forward it to you. <laughs> I think I think it for some reason it took 40 minutes for us to realize we were in a game today, and um, yep. it took me about two. It took them 40. <laughs> so that's uh, that's an issue, but we sorted it out. And I told him after the game, I said, you know, it's okay to have a bad half. But you have to have a good reaction and coming out and getting. Yeah, I think we got what. Two goals pretty quickly. Yep. It seemed like the first one was before the three-minute mark. Yeah, yeah, and that's the reaction you want as a coach. You know, your team's going to play bad sometimes, but they have to have a reaction to everything. Positive things, negative things, have to have reactions. So we had a good reaction today, which is positive. All right, coach. Good luck the rest of the week. We'll uh, we'll we'll catch up with you down the road. Thanks. Yeah, Thanks you know, I'm, I'm hoping you guys can get out to maybe both those regional games. Yeah, there you go. You know, get Vanessa on the horn and <laughs> buy an ad or two. <laughs> Paul Kellogg or something. I'm sure Kellogg's sponsoring something in this game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Free game, poster Absolutely. game. Absolutely. Always. Always. Doing posters for us. Uh, you know, go to Kellogg for all your printing needs. Mama's Illinois, right? Look at this. This guy's done this before. This guy's done this before. He knows how to do it. We can get another game here. All right. Coach, thanks a lot, Coach. We appreciate it. Thank uh, you. Thank you. Yep, okay. thank you. All right. Again, your score. Mama's Illinois, three. Dabbing the name on Tornado Zero here from Pat T. Field. The JV game's going on right now. Mama throws those jumped up one nothing here in this JV game. So, trying for a sweep of the Tornadoes. Yes, sir. Uh, Oh, go ahead. Nope, nope, you go ahead. Uh, Nope, I was just saying thank you to Coach Statham for having us out here today. Thank you to uh, Dave for keeping this field looking amazing. Shout out to everybody who, you know, keeps this program running. All right, and thank you for uh, for doing soccer with us here. We missed our man. We missed our other dude, <laughs> Jose Ariano. We got to get him. Uh, we're going to talk to his boss once regional time goes around. Just clear the <laughs> schedule that week for him. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it. Also, thanks to Caden Rogers back uh, back at uh, Mission Control, keeping us on the air. Final score: Mama throws a three. I've been eight on zero. We'll be back with high school football on Friday.